0: Hello, freaks and geeks, and welcome to another episode of Psychotronic Underground. We hope you're ready for a Royal Rumble in this corner, weighing in at 450 pounds, starring Neil Morrissey, Amanda Nor, and Anthony Daniels. It's I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle, a 1974 850cc Norton Commando. And in our other corner, she's a big girl, weighing in at 3,650 pounds, starring Keith Gordon, John Stockwell, and Alexandra Paul. It's John Carpenter's Christine, a 1958 Red
1: Plymouth Fury. All right, so those are the two that we're going to discuss today. And we're going to start with I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. Uh, We'll go right into the details. So... I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle was released in 1990 by Dirk Productions under the direction of Dirk Campbell. It was written, edited, and produced by Michael Miller and John Wolskill. Special effects were created by Image Animation and music was composed by Dean Friedman. The budget for the film was only £320,000 and it runs for 1 hour and 40 minutes. It got a rating of 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 2.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd.
0: Too low. Way too low for this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I mean, of course, it's a little silly, even though it's not supposed to be. I no, guess. no, no. I
0: think I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle wants to trick you into thinking it's a serious movie by giving you that sort of gritty, grainy look, that 1980s horror sort of vibe, but it's not. It is definitely a comedy. It's a comedy from the word go. Um, it's a comedy with spooky themes. I don't even know if I'd almost count it as a horror movie. Right.
2: So, horror comedy.
0: That's my favorite genre.
2: Yeah. Of course. That's a great genre. Same.
0: I want to laugh. I like to laugh. I like when things are so uh, ridiculous or goofy, and if you get some really good practical effects while you're at it, that's that's fun. That's fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always enjoy a movie where it gets really serious, and then somebody just cracks a joke out of nowhere. You
0: have to have them. It's really important to have levity, because otherwise, sometimes these movies end up feeling like a slog, where you're just... um, We're going to talk about it for a second, but I don't know if anybody's here has actually watched Castle Freak. Oh, that's right. You haven't, because I haven't made you watch it yet. Mm -mm. Um, But that movie, I would almost say it's less of a horror movie, more of a tragedy, because it just keeps punishing these people again and again and again. And there's no levity. There's no moment where you want to laugh at anything that's happening other than maybe the main character, John Riley is like, I don't know, kind of a dumbass once in a while. But it just, it hurts you to watch it. And so, no, I'd rather have a horror comedy where it lets you have a moment where you get to... Laugh at how ridiculous something is, please. Like it's a vampire motorcycle. It's definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, It's a beautiful bike, though. It is. It's very very nice. Um, Like you said earlier, um, a Norton Commando, 850 cc, gorgeous. I mean, obviously, it was big enough to carry two people on it. Um, It's a cruiser. I like cruisers. Yeah. um, Versus sports bikes. Yes. Because I'm basic.
0: (laughs) Okay, Okay, so.
1: Le- what? And they fit
2: little people better. I am very little people.
1: Um, going chronologically through the movie, we'll begin discussing the opening scene. I guess you could say. So in that opening scene, we see that there's this group that turns out to be kind of a biker gang, as you will. I'm using air quotes. And they're trying to do some sort of what appears to be a satanic ritual. Um, or I, I don't know what if would it was would to be Satanism,
0: or if it was supposed I don't to be think voodoo. Like the guy's got right. a chicken, and he's very. I obviously know. it's not just like a human sacrifice he's specifically holding this chicken in a way so that it shows you i have a chicken <laughs> not i have a bird not i have an animal um so i couldn't tell if it was supposed to be voodoo um they're like hollywood's idea of voodoo which is always a terrible representation they mention Arman, which i think is a zoroastrian uh like, well he's like the the Ultimate evil. Oh, so okay. I think how that works is there's one side that's omnipotent, all good, and the other side that's all evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aramon is the name for that evil. Yeah. But it's also like uh, demonology, that Catholic demon- demonology. They have a deity named Aramon. And I think they just steal those from, you know, those small tribal cultures that they trod underfoot. Ah, we're not going to get into that. Uh I did, I did find this funny because biker paganism is something that like as a heathen I deal with a lot. Mm -hmm. Like Odin is the new favorite for like a lot of biker groups. Suddenly it's all Mm -hmm. horns of Odin. So, so as I was watching that scene, I was like, oh, I know these guys. I've hung out with these guys. They're not my favorite people, but sure, okay. <laughs> In, instead of Armon, so satanic panic, 1990s yeah. uh, kind of stuff. Instead of Armon, now you have Odin. Yeah. Like, we don't sacrifice chickens. <laughs> yeah.
2: It well, yeah. seems satirical at this point, the more, the more you talk about it. <laughs>
0: it seems that way sometimes. It does. But yeah, and all of a sudden the hell's angels show up to like kill these people.
1: Yeah. So yeah, like it's like a rival. Here's the thing too that I wanted to like talk about is that when, at least under my impression, when the only one, you only hear one of the guys talk in the first gang that you see, swear it's an American accent. It seems pretty American because when I start watching it, I'm like, oh blah blah blah. And then the next group comes in to ambush them and, and they all obviously. have British accents and then you're like, Oh yeah, it's a British film. So I think I did
0: forget that it was a British film.
1: Yes. Right up until right up until you hear them start. Start talking, talking and you're like, What oh, oh. So it's kind Americans of Americans like, always think it's all about us though.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, white people, America. We're terrible. Yes. Okay, so yes, they get ambushed by this, like, rival gang, and, like, ambush, like, they start killing them off. Not just, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, jump you. No, like, hey, I've got a crossbow. Why is that the weapon? Don't fucking know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't understand. That's what, that's the other way you know it's a British movie and not an American movie. In an American movie, they'd all have guns. Oh, they'd all have guns. It'd all be guns. Everybody'd have, like... Absolutely. I don't know.
1: I don't know. You'd It'd have, like, a sawed-off an shotgun an at some point. I, we,
0: we're into, we're into AR-15s sure. now. <laughs>
1: that's our an ak you know right. whatever no
0: because only communists have ak-47 oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no so it's a it's pretty it's a pretty quick down and dirty right off the bat movie you get to see the motorcycle right away yep. um so that's they're doing this ritual
1: and and as it succeeds yes as they're being ambushed they like i think they kill off that leader who's doing the ritual right away and then they're starting to kill everybody else off and whatever and then all of a sudden you you know of course you see as like the audience that this great special effects of a demon sprouts from the flames and get inserts itself into the leader Um, i like the little glowing eyeball thing i was like oh well that's obvious yeah thank um, you for that I know, and it's funny because it's like glowing eyeball, but he hasn't opened his eyes yet. Anyways, so (laughs) it's still glowing. Um, No offense, but yeah. So then he he wakes up and he tries to seek revenge right away, right? Because now they're they've gone. Everybody's dead theoretically. He's come back to life with this demonic possession with Arum. What was his name? Aruman. 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 Saruman. Whatever. And uh so he comes back to life, he wants to seek or he's gonna seek revenge right away. Um, and so he tries to get on it, dude's bike and the bike got shot. Yeah, now it with the cross with the arrow, the crossbow was so great that it penetrated that metal fucking petrol tank. Yeah. And emptied it out. So then when he tries to go, he's like, Oh, I can't go. So then his thought is, or this demon's thought is, I'm gonna fill it out, no gas. Fill it with blood. Same thing, right? Right. So then he slits his own throat, lets it fill up the tank. And like, de- demonic transference yeah,
0: transferred his soul from the body to the motorcycle. <laughs> motorcycle. Which... Heavy metal. <laughs> yeah. And that's your opening scene. That's your opening. That's how we get it. Hi, the vampire motorcycle's here. So now we as the audience are aware that this is a possessed bike right mm-hmm. off the bat. Yes. And so you just get to have all the hijinks that, uh, that come with that. I will say... uh Fakest blood I've ever seen. Oh,
1: my God. So bright red. It was so very bright red. red.
0: Um, I liked it. I thought aesthetically it added something. that it yeah. just Like, I didn't need the blood to be real. I needed the blood to be ridiculous because yes. the movie is ridiculous. And so, good choice. I think creatively, as far as, like, the practical effects for this movie, they made really good choices mm-hmm. um, with the budget that they had. Yes. <laughs> it, it all looks good. It looks good the whole movie. Um, Like... We're sort of, like, moving right along. Oh, listeners, I just needed you to do this real quick for me while we're doing this. Um, at the end, we're going to ask you which one you think wins. In, in a, a Royal in a, in Rumble. A, in a Royal Rumble. I want, I want you guys to text us later and tell you whether you think it's the Vampire Motorcycle or Christine, the Plymouth Fury. I'm going to need everybody to think about that while listening to... Us. this
1: episode this
0: episode yeah keep that in mind because yes. we're gonna ask you and then we're
1: gonna expect you to send us yes on instagram your, yeah dms on instagram or Email comment us. on a photo i'm gonna take right now <laughs> lisa's like no <laughs> all right you guys are just gonna get a photo of the recording on my computer um beautiful i love that thank you because i was like uh oh. I'm not dressed for this. Because I'm in like my fucking joggers and no makeup. It's fine, right? I would have uh, worn a I would have worn a reanimator shirt. No, we are discussing. Okay. I bought a vampire motorcycle. It's fine. It's and fun. Christine,
0: no reanimator today. Anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get back to uh, I bought a vampire motorcycle. The next scene just comes along and it it introduces us to all of our great uh, main characters. You meet Noddy. Naughty. Or he's Nick, Nick Audi. Nick Otty. Also or known as Naughty. Naughty. <laughs> and he had, he's got. A little bit of a
1: dick. He is a dick. Oh yeah, he's a fucking dick. And that's. Like he's not that big of a dick, but he's like no, he's still a, a not dick. Not nice to his girlfriend. No. Right. He's definitely, I can't
0: decide if the movie wants you to like root for Naughty. I know. Or if it sort of wants you to root for the motorcycle. Cause he's kind <sighs> of a dick. And so if he got eight,
1: you wouldn't feel bad. Right. Like you he's, know? he's not as, well, and am comparing to the other gang. Oh, yeah. He's not much of a dick. Oh yeah, true. as they okay. are. Right. But yeah, as a boyfriend, out. he's not great. No, he's not great.
0: He's not. No, he definitely lies to the girlfriend. Oh my god, lies about about the cost of the motorcycle because he buys the motorcycle yeah. right away. Yeah, um, and he that's... gets it for you know more money than he should spend, yeah. but yeah, a reasonable amount. And he thinks he's going to fix it up, and yep. it's going to be excellent. He's a little annoyed about the hole in the petrol tank, but it runs, so who cares? Right. Um. The girlfriend's annoyed by that, Kim. Kim, uh, She's yep. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a real trooper throughout the entire thing. Oh, yeah. And you meet Buzzer, his friend. Yes. Um, Who helps. They're couriers? Some dispatchers?
1: Dispatchers. I don't...
0: I don't understand Britishisms enough to know what their know. actual job was. And if I'd have looked it up and they explained it to me, I don't even know then if I'd have had a good idea I know. It's, it's just like... a very
1: different... Yeah, they wear jumpsuits almost like they're mechanics.
0: Well, he's the only one wearing the jumpsuit, but everybody's got this um, orangey vest on. on, And they keep running out, and that seems to be part of the... Like, why does everybody have a motorcycle? Why are they part of a motorcycle group? One, they love motorcycles. Two, it's part of their job. Yeah. Um, And she's kind of a biker babe with her leather jacket. Mm -hmm. She's like the receptionist. Yeah, she's the receptionist at their job. I don't know. I like Kim. She's uh, Kim's badass. <laughs> yeah. I really. I'm glad she got through the end of it. Is she our final girl? Yeah. Yeah. She's she's well, yep. She's the only girl.
1: She's the only girl. And she's kind the of final only girl.
0: Which is I sort mean, of a. Do we want to gender the motorcycle? <laughs> It's definitely a uh, a heterosexual man. In
3: that
0: <laughs> that's right. It has that whole scene in the where after he brings oh, her home. Oh, that's right! Where it, like, He's it goes like, out staring. of the way to stare at Kim's ass. Yeah, and oh, her like yeah. tight skirt, and it makes all the little yeah like rumbly motorcycle noises okay. while it's looking at her. And for a second, you think maybe it's thinking of eating her, but right. of course, it wants. It's a vampire, and the vampire always wants to suck the blood of the beautiful women, hot chicks. It's Dracula. In, inside a Harley, yeah, <laughs>
1: actually a Norton Commando. Oh, Anyways, good so word. yeah, so Naughty brings it back. He gets the help from his buddy and coworker Buzzer, who steals the cap to the gas tank, which is dumb. Why? Right. I'm like, so it. Doesn't I make understand.
0: Sense. I understand that it's there to like, it's a plot device yes, for later. Right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. he steals the pl- the petrol top. Yeah. The next day, it's back, and you and we as the audience go, oh. It's back. But we saw him take it. Yeah. And you have this really great um, build up. They go to work. They get a phone call. He goes to the thing. And then you're at Buzzer's apartment. Mm -hmm. And you realize that it is a bloodbath. And so, oh, the motorcycle went and killed Buzzer. Yeah. To get its petrol cap back. Which, sort of possessive. Dude, get a new petrol cap. It's
1: okay. You probably could have found a nicer one. No, it's about the disrespect (laughs) of taking his petrol cap without asking. But what's great is that, like, what I actually really like about that scene is that you see the aftermath. You have no idea how it happened yet. No. So you you're don't still know. oblivious. You're like, okay, uh, like, how exactly did Buzzer die? Did the motorcycle do it physically or spiritually, mentally? You right. Know, like, like, did Buzzer cut his own head off? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely um, uh, <laughs> That head looks amazing It does It's a really it's good It's so good head. It's um, really really good I
0: was waiting for Like a super cheese effect When they pulled it back I was waiting yeah. for like The worst The worst piece of Practical effects you saw And then it was like The best
1: decapitated head It was and it, I mean his face was a little funny I mean he was definitely Making like, like a face Like wide eyes and Yeah whatever. But I mean that's I mean when you're like Trying to fight off a vampire motorcycle. Uh, or, you know, whatever it is. There's yeah. You're gonna make those faces. I almost thought it was uh,
2: part of the humor of
1: the I know. You never know. It could be. It would, could be yeah. both. Well and so
0: that whole scene Probably they're making is, but... so many jokes over his body, like how he
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> he's gone to pieces. Oh my god. And like there's so many puns. There's so many puns in there. And naughty is not pressed. Which is the other way you know I he's kind know. of a bad person. He's not pressed about his friend being No, dead. He's, he's like, Oh not. shit.
1: Like oh shit he's dead crazy right this is nuts I can't yeah. believe he went to pieces oh like my that
0: gosh. um you meet the inspector you do yeah the you person here character. he's gonna be like he's gonna be like half ass relevant yeah he's sort of a bad cop he is um he's like a really bad cop. really bad detective. um vampire motorcycles at a cab <laughs> like because oh none of the they do it a couple times um where you see this this inspector doing his job of investigating these random deaths that are occurring in this area and he's like police
1: brutality <laughs> yes
0: also he eats a lot of garlic
1: yeah which everybody's like oh what's that, that smell and he's like what are you talking about And they're like oh it's you oh nothing yeah never mind yeah it was <sighs> pretty uh yeah it uh it grosses Naughty out
0: um but he just goes home after that he just goes about yeah. his business
1: like oh buzzer's dead oh doodly darn Yep. Let me go work on the motorcycle.
0: <laughs> exactly. He just goes home, and, and that's where you get the scene where, like, the va- the motorcycle is, like, weirdly attracted to his girlfriend. He just goes home to work on this motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I did notice that its halogen light was missing its little halogen uh, logo. logo after that. Like, it had it at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then by this point, it's missing it, yes. which... I couldn't tell if that was supposed to tell me that, of course. Oh, it's like it's a form its little mouth.
1: Yeah, and I or knew the mouth was changing, coming, or it's you... changing
0: into something mm-hmm. different, um, or if it was just like, oh, we changed the light bulb and didn't right. bother to yeah. check whether uh-huh. or not you weren't supposed to notice. Yeah, Aw, so bad. Um, the bike gang comes back, so he fixes up the motorcycle. Yes. and takes Kim out for a drive. I think um, it's just him. Is it just him?
3: Oh, it time. is him. The yeah.
0: first time it is just him because it's when he runs into the like, biker gangs through, yeah. that killed the first one. So yes. we've got one. Can I say that I think killer killer bike gangs of the UK is hilarious? Yeah, the idea. Yeah. And the concept. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just. It's so funny. Maybe it's because I'm an American. But I was like, so you guys got. I bought a vampire motorcycle. We're over here with Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> 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 I have a question. They have a crossbow. A crossbow
1: is his weapon. But yeah, so Nadi... Yeah, goes for a joyride. And then um, in this scene, you realize that, like, okay, something's wrong or something's different. Like, we already know as the audience something's different, but he's starting to realize something might be a little bit different because he's just riding along. And then all of a sudden, the bike notices this gang is approaching and the demon or the whatever recognizes, revenge. recognizes this gang as um, the Roche. one who, like, killed the one that was summoning him. And so uh, it takes over and starts driving Nadi or towards the gang, which then sends half the gang, like, skidding off to the side of the road. He pretty much runs this gang off the road, which is, like, right. a huge issue. Um, and so he's like, oh, my God, something's happening. And I, did, I can't remember if he came home to say something to Kim a little bit. Like, he was shooken up. He was like, holy crap. And then, um, again, this is where our listeners are going to hate uh, slash me. But after that, is that when he has the dreams?
0: Oh, so he gets back, right? So he runs these guys over. The he gets back and he's shaken up because he recognizes them too. Yes. he yes. knows that they're like hell's angels and that's mm-hmm. pretty fucking serious and he doesn't want them to know that it was him. Right. And he freaks out and he lights the world's biggest joint. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I just need to have a joint. And she's like, you can't fucking, what are you doing? And the inspector shows up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that sort of the transition, you don't know if he's just sitting there smoking a joint, and the inspector shows up, and in the bag in the inspector's hand is Buzzer's head. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's like the first dream. Now, that could have been the entire thing. hmm That dream made sense.
3: hmm
0: You know? It was a really great segue from what you thought was reality into him actually sleeping. I thought it was seamless. And then he goes back
1: to bed. hmm And we have another dream. Where he's awake the next morning, quote-unquote. Awake
0: the next morning, taking a shit. I can't. And then the shit starts talking to him. (laughs) And I feel like this is the kind of scene you put in this movie because you know people are going to talk about it. True. Like, they're going to go to this movie, they're going to go back and tell their friends, no, you don't understand, I watched a movie about a vampire motorcycle, and it had a talking shit and that talking shit jumped out of the toilet and jumped in this guy's mouth. Trigger warnings. Yes. Trigger warnings yeah, for how and I forgot about that scene. Yes. I completely forgot about it until it was happening. And again, you just feel victimized by yes, it. Yes, you do. Because it comes out of left field. Because yes. the movie's been sort of a little bit funny, but it has not been no. absolutely removed from reality ridiculous until this yes. moment. And you're just left sitting there going, I have no words. Yes. I do not know, I I can't believe I forgot about the talking shit. I can't believe that somebody with as small of a budget as this movie has uh, spent money
2: (laughs) (laughs) on a talking talking shit shit gag. Uh, And it goes
1: on for like yes it's, it's the long, longest scene in the entire movie because like, you don't want to watch it but you can't look away
0: and you have to get through it to, because you have to make a podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the I was like looking I was like I'm going to vomit but I kept watching it because I was like I need to know what happens and it doesn't nothing happens, nothing he, wakes, happens. he wakes
0: up and he's like sucking his blanket about yeah.
1: yeah. it and that's it's the most it's Disgusting. the most unnecessary <laughs> scene ever yeah agreed It doesn't have any other, I mean, obviously, like, the only thing that I can connect it to is that if he actually did smoke before I went to bed, maybe had, like, a fucking crazy ass dream through that, but, like, and it's supposed to be Buzzer, right? Like, Buzzer is the shit. Oh, is that? I think so, because, like. I
0: didn't stare at it long enough (laughs) to dane whether or not they had made Like the actor who played Buzzer. Oh,
1: yes. Because here's the thing. Into a talking shit. Yes. So like you have like the little, it's like almost this little thing. They make a little face out of it and it's like in the toilet and you see it like a real size where it's like the size of a shit that's like, (laughs) you know, whatever, like half a hot dog. And then all of a sudden you have a scene where Buzzer is in fucking prosthetics in this nasty toilet water and right, he's, he's like talking. His in. head. Oh my god! And you're like, because you see all the shine from. Ugh. It reminds <laughs> me of like society and oh, from beyond. It, like it has that, like that the slime effect. Like the oh my god! Just that the
0: the kind of prosthetic where you wouldn't want to touch it. Because yes, done exactly. Such a good job. It's it so looks good.
1: so gross. <laughs> it's so good and so gross. Oh my god! Yeah, and then it jumps out. Ugh. Okay. Anyways. So gross. Yeah, but it's, it's a bad. dream, and it's like, why? Why was
2: that in there? I mean, I was just thinking psychedelics, but... Did he lace his joint <laughs> yeah, I know. No,
0: <laughs> Somebody was on some psychedelics oh my God. Um, while
1: making this movie. But he was... Oh, anyways. Ugh. I mean, that's probably I, uh, how
2: the whole premise came to be born, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I had this dream, and I wanted to make a movie out of it. Don't created. look at me. That's uh-huh. never. I've never had that feeling before in my life. Not that Colin oh Farrell movie. The, the Col-
2: Colin
1: Colin Farrell. Right, right. Col- Colin
2: Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. <laughs> Sorry. Colin. Because shit. shit. Right.
1: Wait, well, for the three hundred dollar budget we have for your nightmare movie, we're not going to get a Colin Farrell. We're going to get a Colin Farrell.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what? If it's spelt the
0: same, <laughs> and we can get it in a major theater,
1: I think It'll we'll be, be okay. Fine. Um, okay, so, he has these bad dreams. Gets up the next day and wants to take the bike out. Yeah, and... It won't go. It won't, it won't go. After he put all this time in, he went out the night before, and it was great. Um, so he's like, shit, oh, because they're going to Buzzer's funeral. They're trying to go to Buzzer's funeral. Oh, yeah, and he wanted to take the new bike to Buzzer's funeral. Yeah, but instead he has to take his Kawasaki... Which is
0: fine, because that's the one that matches everybody, everybody else's. Everybody else's, yeah. Like, that's sort of the... I thought that was kind of an interesting way to show, like, I don't know, the difference between them. Yeah. Like, the working stiffs who ride their bikes for work, but are still gearheads, they all ride sports bikes. And then the Hells Angels, who are a bunch of, you know, grungy, negative, sort Hunky. of... honky. Yeah, yeah. They all ride cruisers. Yes. Um, does that mean that... Maybe Nadi thinks he's going to be one of those guys. I don't know. Maybe. Um... Roach is the leader of Roach. The, like Hell's Angels guys. Mm-hmm. That dude looks like a Scarzgard. Oh, yeah. I spent that the whole movie being like, who the fuck does Roach look like? Why does why do I why is he so recognizable? He's been in like nothing else, right? But right. a couple of scenes where you see his face, he gets that sort of Bill Scarzgard thing going on with the eyes and the the hairline and the
1: the whole deal. Sort of it, like yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
2: Your favorite.
1: Again, dolls and clowns. Let's move on. <laughs> at the funeral, Hell's Angels drive by. Right. And they're like, I don't know if they're like spraying beer at them or whatever, but they're being assholes about Buzzer's funeral. And so then the other guys are like flipping them off, like, fuck you or whatever. And then Noddy's like, oh shit, that's them. So he like tries, like, tries not to all Yeah. But of course he's like. He's carrying. He's one of the- Yeah. He's one yeah. Like with the coffin. The coffin. That they. <laughs> That they rode in on a sidecar of one of the... Of one of the
3: sports
0: bikes. Yes,
1: I loved it. And I'm just like, well, that's one way to get... The yeah, gym. and Kim's like, like, oh my god, that's so tacky. And now he's like, it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> it is what Buzzer would have wanted. It is. Like, this is the kind of guy that steals... what I want. A petrol You want me to...
0: That would be good. We could, we could ride you in. They end up, do they go to the bar?
1: Yeah. So they, after
0: the funeral? Yes.
1: Because, well, they end up going home for whatever reason, probably to change. And then it was something like, I think then they're like, Hey, you, you want to just go grab a drink? You want to go grab something to eat? Like, let's just go. And then they somehow, I can't remember how they figured out that the, the new bike, the Norton works. Because then they find out that it does work now because oh, it's yeah. nighttime. Time, and now it can yeah. go outside. And now it can go outside. So if you haven't caught that, a vampire motorcycle didn't want to work during the day when the sun was out. And now the sun's down. It'll work. So then they take the the bike, which was not the greatest. Because yeah. then the Hells Angels are riding by and recognize nice, the, the bike, bike that drove them off the road. And stop at the bar. Yeah. Which is a bar that they frequent as well. So what the hell, Noddy, are you doing... There's going only, to a there's Hell's Angel only
0: bar? Five bars in this entire that's area.
2: That's <laughs> Where are they living? What's the location? We're definitely not Wisconsin. If there's only five bars.
1: Well, but it's England. I feel like there'd be a pub on every fucking Seriously. corner. Yeah,
2: I mean, apparently I mean we're, just them we're pubs, wrong.
1: But, um,
2: like Ireland, maybe.
1: <laughs> well, they're like northern,
0: aren't they? So yeah, there should be more bars. Yeah, I, don't I think know. that's a thing. But, somebody, uh, so we're gonna offend. So somebody British is gonna listen to this me. Thoroughly offended. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Maybe a shout out. Don't we have? Mary!
1: Mary! Mary Willis! Mary Willis! Oh, Ma- Mary! You're, you're Scottish, please help yes. us! You're closer <laughs> to the UK than we are!
2: Yeah. Please
0: help us. Tell us everything we got wrong about this. Um...
2: Also, how many bars do you have in Scotland? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, how we're many Wisconsin... pubs? Excuse Sorry. me. Excuse me. We're
0: from Wisconsin and we love to drink. We want to come visit. <laughs> and oh also, we want you to correct everything that we say in this that is wrong because we don't know anything about the UK <laughs> or Europe or
1: anything outside America. Anyways! Yes. Yes. We're Americans, UK, it's all about, about us. It is all about us. But Mary
0: Willis, this is a shout out for you for being, like,
1: an OG. An OG, <laughs> like our first friend on Instagram.
0: Um, But yeah, so they have this exceptional bar fight. Um, this is, is, is my favorite good. scene in,
2: like, the whole thing, because they're just taking random medieval weapons just off the all off wall using them on each other, it's
0: amazing. Yeah, it was like, so it was like a regular pub, pub. and then it had, like a dining room in the back that was, like, medieval times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, And so, suits of armor, swords on the wall, the whole shebang. And so they get to have a sword fight. And really, I I swear, this movie is just, like one person's excuse to get as many scenes as they got. I want to have a sword fighting machine. I want a talking shit. I want <laughs> a vampire motorcycle. Yeah. And I don't know why they suddenly have that accent. They suddenly come from this <laughs> deep south. That's that's what they They want to make this movie and so they're like, okay, we can get a scene in there. Somebody must have wanted somebody to have a crossbow because Roach has got that fucking thing the yes, whole time. Yes,
1: the whole thing. Brand. Oh, and then Chopper has his... Chopper! chopper you want to see my Chopper? And you're like, He looks like John oh, okay. Belushi. Yes, he does. And it's like, okay, Chopper, it's like hmm is he saying his penis (laughs) and then you're like and then i my next thought was like motorcycle because you got choppers and then he just holds up a whole ass ass (laughs) and like put buries it in a pool table yeah just like out of nowhere great fight scene that kind of like starts out up there and then they run well it's got like a little like there's like music
0: playing the whole time while they're running through the thing so it's got it's got a good vibe they're definitely out to kill naughty yeah Mm
1: -hmm. And it's so funny. In public, where everybody can see them. In public. And they, kind of like, Kim's just like, oh yeah, I mean, she's there, let's kill her too. But like, she's like, giving it to him, like, she's not scared. She jumps on dude's back right away. Somebody's trying to peel her up. Yeah, it's her little, like, back, like, it's not even like a back, it's just like that cool little, like... Yeah, yeah. It's it, she's kind of a badass. She's, like, hitting them and, like, doing all this stuff. Like, literally, they have weapons and they she's have nothing. She's a ride nothing. or die. naughty. she deserves better than she you treat her. She fucking does. Like, hey, you want some tea? Yeah. Okay, go make it. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Screw you, naughty. Oh she's God. too good for you. Kim is too good for you. <laughs> That's why the vampire
0: <gasps> motorcycle wants her. Do you think he gets worse
1: while he has the motorcycle?
0: No. I don't. I don't think it influences him uh, at all. I think he's utterly unaware, and he's just a twat. He's just a twat. <laughs> just a twat. Okay. But that would be that would be a good a, a good segue. A good uh, compare mm-hmm. contrast. Uh, I, I see what you tried to do there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. So they all they finally get away. They yes. get back on the vampire motorcycle. They leave. Um, and they have crazy bikers are chasing me. We need what? to stop. We need to, to stop for
2: some
0: Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it's uh, run by Kato from the Pink Panther, which I thought was... And it tries to play it off. Like, I read one of the reviews that said that he reprised his role from Pink Panther. Um, His name is Bert. I would love to try and attempt his last name, but I will butcher it terribly because there's an O and a U and a W together. And that, I'm not quite sure. If it's Quack. Mm. that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like how the name should be pronounced. It mentioned that he was... Um, that Bert was reprising his role from Pink Panther... But he doesn't have any lines. He doesn't, lines. <laughs> he he doesn't, doesn't stands say there.
1: anything. If
0: you've seen him in Pink Panther, he's constantly fighting Clouseau. That's his character. He's like his butler or handyman who comes out of nowhere to test Jacques Clouseau. It's so funny. I, have you guys not seen the Pink Panther? Nope. Okay. Oh my god. so long. So guys. I don't
2: really remember. We'll watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have to watch it. It's so funny. It's, it's worth watching. But he doesn't have any lines in this. Right. He's literally just standing there. Running a Chinese restaurant um, while Nadia attempts to order some food. Right.
1: And the motorcycle drives off with Kim. Because she tries to order garlic prawns, a.k.a. shrimp. Oh, and yeah. And she says, with extra garlic, and the fucking vampire is like, Bitch, no, <laughs> And starts driving off with her. Motorcycle out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> the fuck?
0: We ain't gonna do that thing. And it does, and it drives off without her, and then it tries to,
1: like, eat her. And it starts up on, it's like, I kept, I wanted to say hind legs. Yeah. On its back tire, <laughs> on its back wheel. And he's into wicked wheelies. Yup. And then he's Win! about to like kill Kim. But then you see that she's wearing a cross. And that's just a cross, she's wearing a crucifix. A
0: little tiny silver crucifix. I mm-hmm. like which vampire tropes they chose to go with for this. Yeah. Um so like the crucifix, the can't go out in the sunlight, garlic. Um the garlic thing. I think they chose the most hilarious hokey mm-hmm. sort of vampire tropes to add to this motorcycle mm-hmm. and they're great. They just yes. they make it so funny. Um so Kim's gonna end up in the hospital. And later they're gonna decorate the entire fucking place and like the biggest wreaths of garlic. Oh, you've ever garlic! Seen. Yeah. They're so funny. But yeah, I uh, I loved that. I, I love the the tropes that they chose to go with because it definitely drives home that it's a motorcycle and not just a demon.
1: Or it's a, a motorcycle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it definitely drives home that it's a vampire
1: and not just a demon. That's okay. I said like what. You got somebody's name wrong in the yeah, last Frank one. Yeah, Frank Dubois or something. It was yeah. Frank Brenner and Kit Dubois, but it's Frank Dubois.
0: That's right. That was the last episode. It's fine. We're not professionals. Maybe we will be someday. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hair's too green to be a professional. No,
2: it's no. I still don't know if we want to if we know what we want to be when we grow up. I don't it's,
1: it's, uh, No job. <laughs> right here. Don't know what the fuck I want to do. Um oh yeah, so so she, the bike rides off with Kim. Right. And she's attacked, but she gets kind of fucked up. And Nani leaves the restaurant and is like, where the fuck did she go? What the fuck? Right. And he just goes home. And just goes home. Yeah. He's a bad like, boyfriend. She's, he's probably like, that bitch stole my goddamn bike. What the fuck? And then like goes home. And after he... Here's the thing. It's so funny because it's like the next scene after like Kim's attacked and whatever and he realizes she's not there is that he gets home. Okay, he just ordered a bunch of Chinese food. He gets home, and then he makes a sandwich. What the fuck? He ate that Chinese on the walk home, I probably. guess. So the bike runs off. <laughs> oh, and it encounters
0: Roach and the gang again. Like It goes back for them. That's right. By itself. By itself. It, like, knocks their shit over. Mm-hmm. <gasps> um, right. Okay. The, yeah. Chopper comes that. out to get and gets on the motorcycle like, just oh, to get, hell like... Yeah. Skewed, and that's where you start to see the real transformation. Yeah. Like, the first time it grows some spikes. Yeah, it changes its stuff. Its little headlight turns into a little sharp mouth, mm-hmm. and it kills Roach. Uh, not Roach mm-hmm. Chopper. It kills Chopper, and it kills him by taking him on a wild ride and then like unseating him into some homeless oh, people yeah. with the world's most ridiculous mullets. I just feel like <laughs> we're gonna see a lot of ridiculous mullets, yeah. and I'm gonna we're gonna have to at the end of the season. Rate, the the best best rate, best mullet, mullets. yeah, yeah, because like they all are zeros. And in, in celebration my
2: book. of that, we should all get Phillips mullet, mullet is bad, oh, yes. but <laughs> this
0: guy doing the, the spray graffiti. paint graffiti is so much worse. Yeah. That's a Joe Dart mullet, <laughs> and it's long. And they're like, it needs more red. Yeah,
1: and then all of a sudden, splash! splash.
0: There goes chopper. Perfection. Oh my god! I love a a, a physical pun. Or something. Is it a pun? I don't know. It was hilarious. I don't Mm. care if it's a pun. And then it goes back
1: uh, and it just sort of single-handedly starts, it gets rid of the whole gang. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, all you see is that like, it's pretty much chasing Roach, but like everybody starts falling behind. And then the next thing you know, like these cops are coming up on this like scene and all of the other bikers are there and they just don't have their heads. Right. Just out of nowhere. And you're like, what? They're all buzzers. Yep, it just takes the whole thing.
0: It's sort of a cannibal vampire motorcycle, because it just keeps sort of biting everybody's limbs off and yeah. stuff like that. Um, Roach tries to shoot it, and it shoots it right in the headlight, and it responds and shoots him right shoots. in the ass. It Shoots one of these spikes right into his ass. Just
1: <laughs> boom Yep.
0: Which sends Roach to the same hospital the inspector is at, because mm-hmm. he's still investigating stuff. Um, I this was like my one continuity thing. I don't understand why the inspector was there. Was he there to talk to um Kim? I don't know. Is he the know. only inspector in town? Because he
1: knows Roach. Right. And, and he's, he's not like, surprised oh, by him at all. Yeah. You it, know, I don't, I don't know, know if he was there because maybe is that where they were. Harmful. This is the one
0: area where the continuity doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. Talking
1: shit I can deal with, but this this one thing, <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I don't know if it was I can't remember. I feel like they might have mentioned something, but oh, the only thing I can think of is that, oh, maybe the bodies were being transferred there to like that, their morgue. Uh, but like literally it just happened and Roach just got there.
0: And this guy has already identified that these are definitely <laughs> Roach's crimes. Yeah. Like, He's cool. like, yeah, I see your whole gang got its ass kicked, yeah, man. It, like, two and two I see you got ago, a thing in your ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Why don't you come downtown and talk to us, eh? And that's where you start to get your, like, police brutality thing. Because they just brutalize Roach. By the time you're done with him, you feel bad for Roach. You do. And you're like, I get that he murdered a bunch of people at the beginning of the movie. But can you guys stop hitting him? Yeah. I felt bad. And then, like, laughing about it. There's even a scene where, like, another cop pulls this guy out. And they have the conversation about how they're kicking the shit out of him in there. And you're just like, yeah, we get it. Cops suck. Yeah. Good job. Good job, guys. Um, the next sort of thing you sort of get after that, you notice that it runs out of gas. I don't, yes. that's the other thing I don't understand. How does it run out of gas? Because after it just, it
1: just killed. ate
0: everybody? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it just wanted them to munch a meter maid. Like, they just were like, yeah, definitely we yes. want to see somebody giving it a ticket and then they eat it. Either way, there's so much, there's enough carnage in here yeah. that it's excellent. But this is, the meter maid is what gives it away to naughty later
1: because it goes home after That's that. That's right in the hand. Like is her still... like hand
0: or her foot or whatever. Yeah. is stuck in its little headlight mouth. Oh yeah, yeah I remember, yeah. Um again, a pretty good press uh not prosthetic.
1: Uh special effect. Special effect yeah. to have that thing in there. And then he realized... I think doesn't he open the tank for whatever reason then he's like, "Oh my god, it's full of blood."
0: Right. There's a scene earlier where he's like, "Oh, that must be mud." And you're like, "Shut the fuck up, yeah. Maddie. It's blood. Yeah. You are fucking stupid." <laughs> yeah. And this time he's like, "Oh my god, it's blood." <laughs> holy shit, okay. And he notices that there's like a mouth in it and it's big serious. Kim's going crazy about the stuff. Yeah. And uh, telling him all these wild stories about the bike. Yeah. And so he goes, okay, it's obviously like a vampire. Mm -hmm. He he jumps straight to it's a vampire. Oh, yeah. It doesn't go through like it's a demon, it's possessed, it's evil. No, it's a vampire, obviously. It will go out during the day. Um, And and it's full of blood. Done. And it's full of blood. Done. That it's a So he goes to find a priest. Now, I can't tell if his lack of understanding about a Catholic priest is supposed to be a commentary <laughs> on something. Because I feel like I didn't grow up Catholic. Neither did I. I didn't, but I knew that, like, I knew what a priest was. So I just don't know if it's... And he's looking for a vicar, is what yeah. I said. He's looking for a vicar, but he's gone to the Catholics. And so I don't know if he just doesn't understand religion. He doesn't understand... Uh, or he, he was raised a different religion, yeah. but now he's chosen to go to a Catholic. Like, is that the thing you have to have a Catholic to defeat a vampire? It's got to right. be a Catholic. If you get anything other than a Catholic, you're just, you know, you're just selling yourself short. It's not going to work out. Um, so he goes to find a priest. and He snaps out on this guy that tries to be like, no, I'll come back at nine o'clock. No, I need to see a priest now! Yep. Uh, okay. And so we get him in to see probably one of the things that sort of sold me on watching the movie, other than the concept of a vampire motorcycle, which is Anthony Daniels C3PO as a priest. Mhm. And it's excellent. He's a really good priest. Natty goes into the confessional to tell him about all the things and this guy is just like get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out, you dork. Right. Um but then Natty starts going on about like no, I just need you to come look at
1: it and he's like fine. Right. And he gets out and, and he's, then he's like, come on, hop on my motorcycle. And he's like, no, I wouldn't be caught dead on that thing. And then walks away. And then he's like, okay, I'll wait for him to come around in his car or something. Nope. He's got his own motorcycle. He's got his own motorcycle and
0: it's extreme. I I was like, oh, everybody in this movie is obsessed with motorcycles. Even the priests. Even the priests. And he's later town. like, oh no, these these machines, I understand them. Mm. Jesus Christ. It's it's excellent. But he gets there and the vampire takes his fingers off. Yeah. Whoosh. With the the brake, brake handle. Yeah. Just takes them right off. And and that's what sells it to the priest. Like, oh! Oh, shit,
1: you're right. Uh, it is an evil vampire motorcycle. And then I think he... They're like, okay, let's go to the hospital real quick so his hand can get taken care of. They see Kim. Right. And then they're like, okay, we're making a plan. And he starts giving you exposition
0: about how bad it could be if it's yeah this demon or that demon. And one of those demons is Aramon. And you realize, oh, it is serious. Aramon's pretty... Pretty big bad, I guess, even though he's mostly just killing biker gangs that
3: yeah.
0: killed other people. So, I mean, really not that, like,
1: Aramon's vengeance may be a good thing, just saying. Right. I mean, yeah, other than, well, okay, of course you have the meter maid. And you they gave the meter maid a little bit of an attitude. Right. Like, oh, like, she was so excited to give it a ticket. Like, oh, okay, it's parks where it shouldn't be. I think she even checked for, like... She's a license plate or something, or if it was like it, the headlight was broken. Yeah, that too. And she's like, Aw, "Awesome, look at all these tickets." And then like, and then I'm, "I'm gonna, gonna get, get so much money from you." Yeah, but then I feel like here's the other thing. We know that um, it kills a dog that pees on it.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Pooch.
1: I know, which was actually Kim, um, Amanda, Amanda Noir. Uh, I think that's her name. I can't remember. Um, her dog that they had play the part. Which was so cute. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think it starts uh, it starts stalking a prostitute, I think. So it, it's weird. It's like, at one point, it's just like trying to get random people because it needs the blood. Right. It's but just I a hungry feel animal. But it's still kind of selective. Like, oh, I'm going to eat you because you tried to give me a ticket. I'm going to eat you because you peed on me. And then there might have been that, I don't know, she was just like a random chick that was... It was following down a Did you he eat her? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I missed that part.
1: Yeah. But I don't remember how like what she was supposed to be, if anything, and if she did anything in the bike, but yeah, it was always it was always related to She what... was a beautiful woman. That's all it yeah, has to say. It's that's a vampire. True. That's true. Like is she a beautiful woman? Yes, vampires want to eat her.
0: Eat. Nom 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 nom. They taste delicious. I, this is just a side note about the priest and the vampire motorcycle. I want a spinoff of Anthony Daniels touring the country to destroy various different vampire Uh (laughs) modes of transportation. (laughs) This week it's a Uh motorcycle. Next week it's a A boat. A boat.
2: (laughs) Dressed as C-3PO, dressed as a priest. (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: I feel like we had to sit through a shit scene in this movie. I deserve (laughs) (laughs) a sequel with. I deserve it. So we're we're coming up on the we're coming up on the climax of the movie, right? Because mm-hmm. we now we we've hey, we've met our characters, we've seen the problem, we've escalated it. We're now mm-hmm. coming to how do you solve the problem? And the priest knows how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do an exorcism, and this is where the names of the vampire or the names of the demons come in really handy because he's gonna try and do a traditional exorcism. You get some Jesus imagery in there. Mm-hmm. Um it like uses some barbed wire to make a crown. Oh my gosh, of a crown, yeah. You know, it shoots little spikes at him to give him the stigmata
1: mm-hmm. and
0: whatever uh is is going on.
1: Um but he's yeah, he's finding that like the demon or the vampire is kind of overpowering him. But then it seems like he gets a little bit of extra help from the other side. And then he's right, finally... he gets all glowy or whatever. Yeah, able and that sort of, of thing.
0: Um, one of my favorite lines is is in there. He start he and he thinks he wins, right? He gets point and he's going, "I'm gonna bless you in the Father and the Son mm-hmm. and the Holy Shit." Yeah. Because <laughs> then it like rears <laughs> up and you realize that no, because you don't know which vamp demon it is. Yep. Yeah. And Aramon is powerful. To, yep. He wasn't able to actually exercise um, it. Actually get it. Uh, they've got some great lighting choices. They do. Throughout this entire scene, like the red and the smoke. and the Little mouth thing going on. Uh, It looked like a heavy metal music video. It was amazing. (laughs) Uh, It escapes. It does. It gets loose. It runs off or whatever. And it's chasing... um, Is it chasing Natty?
1: I don't remember if it was necessarily... At that scene, I don't know if it chased Nat... Oh, shit. I can't remember.
0: Or the priest closes the door... And Nadi sends the priest away. Yes. That's how And that then, like, it starts... Because the priest goes to the police to be like, ah!
1: Yeah. There's a vampire
0: motorcycle. Yeah. Because Nadi is convinced they won't believe him. Right. Yeah, the priest is like, no, let me go. They'll take me more seriously. Right. And then it gets it gets loose?
1: Yeah, it somehow obviously gets loose because you see he's trying to hold it shut, but then it's like, just like a fucking The Shining with Jack Nicholson and the axe. Like, it's starting to go through right. the things. And he's like, holy shit! And so I know he definitely escapes and then because the motorcycle's on the loose, he somehow gets back with the priest and... They're like, we need to go protect Kim because she's gonna be the next one. Yeah, on it's gonna his be after list. her because oh yeah, she's a beautiful woman. Um, now
0: before this, they put up garlic. They've given her like four crucifixes to wear, mm-hmm. but she's got the worst nurse. Yes, the in the history worst. world, nobody in this movie are good people. No, like Kim might be a good person, but she's it. Yeah, and then like maybe the priest is a yes. good person. Maybe. He's a priest. I don't know. Huh? Jury's out. There were no children in this movie. Correct. I'm gonna go there. Um, <laughs> so you have that entire like moment where it goes to get her and it just trashes this hospital. Yeah. It cuts a nurse in a Nurse half. in half. But so this nurse takes her crucifix off? Yeah, like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give, give you, you a, a bath. bath and she's like, No, nah, I'm good. Oh, you can't have this nasty garlic yeah, up in it here. Smells. She's like, No, please I need the garlic and we're gonna take a cruiser. Well, I'll just put it over here. But she's a bitch. Yeah. So she gives her her sponge bath, um, and Kim forgets to put the necklace back on. She forgets to have the... Well,
1: because, like, during the sponge bath, like, the motorcycle just, like, jumps in and everybody's like, what? And then, like... Right. They... Yeah. Saw's the one lady in half and
0: sucks the blood right out of her. (laughs) With yeah. these, like, pipes that come out of its pipes, which I yeah. thought was really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because I almost expected it to, like, turn the wheel sideways and clamp its little headlight mouth right on somebody's throat. But that's not how it happens. No. Um, it, it grows like tubes that then give you the very traditional uh, two, two pinprick mm-hmm. vampire bite in the neck thing. That was, that was good. Um, but then it see... Kim wards it off with the crucifix. It it runs away. Mm-hmm. Rolls away. Whatever.
2: Right, away and it right. finds Roach
0: again. Yes! So he's, like, leaving. And we just... We're now at the point where we're just tying a bow on, like, all the characters we've seen. So, like, yeah. the priest, the inspector, and Nadia are together. Kim is at the hospital. Roach, sorry, dude. You're loose. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. Like, and so it chases him down. And he, like
1: flies off his bike yeah he crashes yeah he crashes into like this car that stops in front of him so then he flips over that car through a glass window straight into a coffin at the death funeral home death right d-e-d-e apostrophe apostrophe
0: a-t-h funeral home we're not even trying it. This time. <laughs> no. We're just here for the jokes.
1: Yeah.
0: All the jokes. Nobody's supposed to notice that. Yeah. Um, and he's quote unquote dead. You Quote unquote, he's yeah. And it's fine, right, yeah. Roach will be back later. Mm. He just took and one. The
1: in the next one with uh, Anthony Daniels.
3: <laughs>
0: yes. Oh my God, they're going to team up together. It's going to be like oh. Hell's Angels and it's a redemption arc story about- The priest
1: starts to lose a little faith and Roach is starting to find a little faith. Yeah, exactly. This got way more homoerotic.
2: I was like gonna say, <laughs> it. like like, hold on, smut in the works here.
0: Woo! That's not the <laughs> that's, that's a not... different kind of podcast. That's right, so a rare pairing. I wasn't expecting.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a great pairing. I'll, I'll write that later.
0: Because <laughs> uh, the priest doesn't have a name. He's just the priest. Yeah, he's, he's just, just, the just the priest. Father. Same with the,
1: the the inspector.
0: Right. So now that it's dis- now that the vampire motorcycle has dispensed with Roach, it's
1: now looking for Naughty again. Where does it pick him up again? Um, I, I don't know. That was the weird thing because it's like, uh, I know that at one point the priest and the inspector go by Kim in the hospital and then they pick her up in the car and Nadi's just like smoking on a bridge and the vampire motorcycle comes in to attack him but then gets stuck because it tries to like attack him but then gets stuck in these little like this like little and he just hits it over the thing yeah and then it picks up this h50 cc bike and like pushes it over the side and he watches the vampire bike's headlight slash mouth fade so then noddy's like Oh, Oh, that was easy. Well, and I sort of like that. Did you know that there's vampire lore that says vampires can't cross
0: certain bodies of water? Oh.
3: Um, So,
0: like, one of the ways you could get rid of a vampire is just to, like, put him in his coffin, chain it up, and toss him in the ocean.
2: Oh.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Um, And he'd, like, just be stuck down there. Yeah.
2: Duly noted.
0: And he can't, (laughs) he can't cross a body of water. Or, like, did you, if you throw, like, knots down, they'll feel compelled to untie them all.
1: Oh, um, or seeds. You can dump seeds out, and, and they have to kind of cu- pick oh them up. Oh my god! Yeah, no, no, no. I was just listening to a podcast earlier, and they were talking about how like one of an original vampire story was that they would like develop from pumpkins and watermelon. That's so funny. And it would just they would just develop vampires. And another thing they were talking about is like they like to count. And so, like... One little bat. Two yeah. little bats. Ah, ah, ah. Or something like that. And so, like, somebody's like, okay, so when you're growing your pumpkins, just throw a net out there and they'll be compelled to, like, count all of the little holes in the net or something. And yeah. I'll just like, oh, what?
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. I did a... So a,
2: vampires are OCD or... <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> They're super OCD. They don't like garlic. We need to add
1: Nosferatu to the list.
0: I have Nosferatu. I wanted us to do... It's uh, Shudder. I wanted to do German Expressionist Film for one episode. So mm-hmm. we were going to do like M the Cabinet, Cabinet, oh, cabinet okay. of Dr. Caligari and Nosferatu. All because I worked in a bougie art museum for a little while and we did Haunted Screens. And that was a really exceptional Show. exhibit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. They like, it covered different themes and oh, it was amazing. It was beautiful. It showed you all the original artwork and the production stills and plans for how they were going to lay out the stuff. It was so cool. I I love that kind of stuff. Which is probably why I'm doing a podcast like this. Isn't yeah. that where
2: we went silent clubbing? hmm
0: yeah. Yes. Yes. Silent clubbing. That's honestly one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Movie. It was interesting. They give you a little headphones so you can hear the fun. music, but it doesn't interrupt anything else. So you have to keep your little headphones on to jam with everybody. But everybody has headphones like, on, so, everybody's, so everybody's
1: like jamming and yeah, like... Yeah,
0: but of course then you're like, oh, I just need a break. And you go and you sit down and you take your headphones off and now it's quiet. Except for, like, the squeaking of the tennis shoes on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky,
2: squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and the DJ up there being, like, a hype man, like, oh, throw your hands up. And you're like, there's no music. <laughs> but, yeah, no, haunted screens. But, yeah, I would, uh, well, we could definitely add that to our list of things to watch. Um, some classic stuff. Some, I also wanted oh, us to do, oh, like, Frankenstein, even though I don't know that that counts. I don't know what its budget was like or what its budget right. would have been compared to. Well, but I it's my favorite classic movie monster movie is Frankenstein.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Love that one. Love Bride of Frankenstein. Colin Clive, <laughs> take me. <laughs> I'm just really addicted to a mad scientist. I can't help myself.
1: Okay, so now we've gotten off that on that tangent. Yes. So at some point they all, all four of them, Naughty Kim, the priest and the inspector get End up together in a gym. Yes. And like for whatever reason it is specifically now after Naughty. So Naughty runs into a gym. With all these, like, muscular dudes. It's hilarious. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's, like, trying to... Okay. Help me! My bike is trying to kill me! The bike can get out of his garage door, which I know is just, like, a wooden door. But he closes this gym door and then starts piling just, like, bullshit furniture in front of it. Like, nothing substantial. Just, like, folding chairs and shit like that just, like, in front of it. Because he's like, oh, my God, I need to stop this motorcycle. It's like, um, that's not going to do anything. Just Run. But no, he wastes time with that, and then all of a sudden, everybody's trying to, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of our gym, goddammit, blah, 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 and then the motorcycle just crashes on through, of course, and they're like, wait a second, and then they're all thinking, okay, well, we're just gonna fight this bike right. with our bare hands. And they and they give a good go. They and do. It, eat, it eats some of them. Yes. At one point, it, like, explodes a bunch it of It explodes. You just see limbs flying, flying for everywhere. no fucking reason.
0: I think they think they kill it for a second. Yes. Um they don't really no. it jumps right back up afterwards but that's where you finally get everybody is now here yes. everybody's in the gym the the bike is looking for naughty yeah it follows him to the back room mm-hmm. and there's a sun lamp back yes there. because of course
1: there is it's a gym it's a gym everybody needs to get their tan on especially in England when there's no sun um so they uh start doing the the garlic
0: breath from the inspector
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: and uh, the crucifix the, the crucifixes with yeah with kim well and i think the priest has a crucifix the, yes um and then naughty meanwhile they're trying to push it back towards, towards the sun lamp the, that melts it completely yeah. the end or so we think right or so we think everybody is giving themselves a pat on the back it's over but we all forgot that the petrol tank had a hole in it and Naughty replaced, replaced it, it at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the original petrol tank is just sitting on his counter like counter work bench. All on its lonesome with its petrol cap off.
3: Yep. You see
0: Naughty walks in, walks out, goes about his business, but there's a bloody He like
1: slits open his hand. Like and a dipshit. He like dry, he you know, he like dries it up with this dirty ass fucking cloth. And then he's like, okay, I'm just going to hang it it to dry the blood on this little hook that's directly above the petrol tank. Kim and Nadi walk out. It drips on the petrol tank. Petrol tank then sucks it right in. Sucks it in <laughs> and end credits.
0: End credits. Roll the credits. I love an ambiguous ending. Yes. Where you're not quite sure, are they going to make it because is the monster dead? We don't know. Can it regrow itself right. just from that piece? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think would be really
1: interesting because it grows its spikes and it changes yeah, its shape. It, it so why
0: couldn't it just completely regrow
1: itself a whole new... But it's weird. Thing. That's where that's what I want to get into later after we discuss Christine because we won't get into it now. But we do see that it grows things. It can, it can change its shape. It creates a mouth out of the headlamp. It can grow spikes.
0: Right. It can shoot it... those spikes.
1: Correct. And it can, yeah, it can create spikes and it can fucking shoot them. But why d- wasn't it able to then repair its own petrol tank? That's a good question. You know what I mean? That's where it gets me where it's like, when we get into the Royal Rumble, Right. my decision is based off of that aspect. Mmm. So. well, then I might know who you're
0: gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to make it obvious. <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's what. but that's the, uh, that's the uh, that's the end. I, uh, I I do have one like little note, cause so it's kind of like where are they now kind of thing. Neil Morrissey uh didn't actually stay in acting as far as I know. Mm. Um, but now he owns a, a chain of pubs in Staffordshire
1: trip so Maybe. i think we should, yes. oh my God.
0: We should oh, visit we should visit him and leave a my other ride is a vampire motorcycle sticker uh in magnet oh yeah we should just visit his pubs and drop off some of the thing um i keep saying that we're gonna have an etsy and we are gonna have an etsy eventually yeah uh, where you could buy uh my other ride is a vampire motorcycle um sticker, sticker or, magnet. or car magnet definitely a car magnet I'm going to
1: get two of them. I'm going to put one on my car, and I'm going to put one on my fridge.
0: Yeah, because uh, I, think I, I think I nailed it, guys. I hope you I hope you feel that way when you finally yeah. get to see the design. So if, we'll post the design soon.
1: Yeah, so if you haven't listened to our first episode, definitely go back and check it out. But if you've missed it, um, Lise is an artist and, um, they have designed a couple stickers, several stickers, um, definitely some stickers from movies that we haven't discussed yet. Cause again, this is episode two and we've discussed two so far and we're going to discuss a third one, but, um, they, they're developing and creating stickers. So they're going to go online and merch, merch, we're, we're kind of doing our own merch thing. We don't really, we're not doing a company through a company necessarily. Um, all the designs are by lease right now. And we're creating stickers and magnets right now. Maybe in the future we'll do something small like enamel pins or maybe something Maybe I should like open that. a coffee. Buttons. You guys could buy me
0: a coffee. Isn't that something artists do, do now? They just have like a little thing like, yeah, give me a coffee. It's
1: a thing. In exchange for a
0: sticker? What are we talking about? Uh, that's just how they support their artists.
1: Support your artists. Oh, buy us coffee.
0: Yeah, buy us oh, coffee. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yes. This was another weird thing I had. Roach's gang has a name. It's called the Road Toads. Oh my god!
1: My gosh. So
2: what I literally is his nickname, f- Roach? Then I kind of want to know. Like, is it because he's a stoner? Like, what? Oh, is he a cockroach? I think he's or just a cockroach. Like he's, yeah. a cockroach? he's is just is like, like I, I do or know. Does that bitty, bitty, does that slang term Roach
0: carry across the pond? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that a term that they use over there for the ends of their joints?
1: <laughs> well, the stubs of their do- joints. They term term a lot of their cigarettes and stuff F A G.
2: Yeah.
1: So. I like that you spelt it. Instead. I'm not saying that word.
0: <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I understand. Yeah, we don't
2: need to get canceled on our second episode. <laughs> oh my god.
0: I but I think I should do a road toads. Like so oh like a little like a fat toad in a motorcycle helmet with like a joint hanging out of his mouth. Oh. Yes. The road toad. Road amazing. toads underneath it. You know. That'd be fun. But yeah. But that's uh That's I bought a
1: man That's blah, 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 I bought blah, blah, blah. a
0: vampire motorcycle. It's, uh, it's funny. It's actually funny. Yes. It's not boring, um, even though it does take... It's a quick little movie, too. Um, it's broken up pretty much into, you know, half hour, three half-hour segments mm-hmm. is how you could really watch this movie. There's your introduction to your people. The middle is the, you know, we're finding out about the problem and escalating the problem, and then the last half-hour is we're solving the problem. And it's almost to the minute broken down in half-hour segments that way. So, by the time you've reached your 90-minute mark, the movie's over, mm-hmm. and you've had a good time. I, I, but yeah, everybody should see I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. It's Absolutely. worth watching.
1: It is. Shit. It's funny. Um, Where can they find that? Do we remember? Uh, I don't.
0: no, I don't remember. I own all of these. Is it no. Tubi? <laughs> I feel like everything's on Tubi. Hold on. Uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was to check. So, I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle is...
2: Free on Canopy and... I believe you can rent it on Amazon. From what this, the interwebs are telling me.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm the looking on my Roku, interwebs. and the only place
0: I can find it is Canopy. I don't even know what Canopy is, but there you um, go, Canopy. Give us some money. We're repping you right here for I bought a, a mainframe. Yeah, and that's
1: K A N O P Y. Um, uh, I would say
0: check your local F Y E because I bet you you could find one. Before. Probably, and that like five dollar bin. Um, before we move into our next our next segment of this wonderful lengthy podcast, we want to talk about some real life killer vehicles. Yeah.
1: Um, so do we want to do of Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so the first one that, um, that I want to talk about, that we want to talk about is Little Bastard, which was James Dean's car. He raced it and died in it. So if y'all don't know who James Dean is, go look him up. He was a very popular, like Johnny Depp of his time, the pretty boy actor. Wasn't he like troubled? Probably. I mean, I guess nobody
0: (laughs) drinks that much and races cars is untroubled.
1: Yeah. So um, he was very popular, very pretty boy. And his car that he raced was Little Bastard. And he ended up dying in it in a car crash. Um, And because, of course, he was popular and his car was popular, um, of course, people wanted his car. So after, you know, of course, everything was... um, I can't think of the word I want doesn't matter. Okay. So, um, so after he died and then of course people want it.
2: Yeah. like, Oh, he's dead. He
1: doesn't need it anymore. I want it now. Um, other people were starting to die, um, that were driving it and transporting it. So it was considered cursed. So that's kind of one of the quote unquote real life possessed motor vehicles.
2: So the one that I found was supposedly, um, The one that the movie Christine that we're gonna talk about next is inspired by. The movie or the book? Because the book came first. Um well it doesn't Chicken or the Egg Cooper. It doesn't specify probably the book because the book was first. So then then sorry. So yeah. Did it
0: inspire Stephen King or did it inspire John Carpenter? Who knows? It I guess. I'm not
2: sure, yeah. I'd have to actually There's a
0: connection somehow.
2: Yes. Anyways, inspired Christine. So the story goes that there was a nineteen sixty four Dodge three thirty limited edition. It's called the Golden Eagle. It has um, been dubbed the most evil car in America. Apparently, it's responsible for at least 14 deaths over several decades. So, originally, it was used as a police car in Old Orchard Beach, Maine. Three of the officers who drove the vehicle all ended up killing their families in a murder-suicide. and a murder suicide. Eventually, it was sold to the Allen family. No murdering happened. Um, when they owned it, however, several people who vandalized the vehicle in the 80s and 90s met tragic fates. One was struck by lightning, another was decapitated by an 18-wheeler, and two kids were hit by other cars, died after being flung onto the olden Eagle. 2008, one kid simply touched the car and he later went home to murder his whole family and burn his house to the ground. Wendy Allen, who was nicknamed the Eel Cat and the Sea Witch of Old Orchard Beach. Interesting.
0: I just want to pause right there. What the fuck is the
2: Eel Cat? I don't know. know. And the Sea Witch? Like, what the. Well, Sea Witch.
0: Yeah, I guess I could almost say. But, like, what the fuck is an Eel Cat? Yeah, I'm Not
2: not sure. Um. She became the Golden Eagle's longtime owner and she continued to drive it despite its history and given Wendy's ominous nickname members of a local church group believed that she somehow cursed the car so they stole it, chopped it up and distributed each piece to various junkyards. Since the Golden Eagle had been in her family for years, she tracked on um Wendy tracked on some of the pieces and had the car remade other than doors ex- and ex- lookably flying off on the highway she claims that nothing spooky has been attributed to the rebuilt golden eagle so so that's the story of a, another evil car in real life awesome
1: all right so christine was based off of the golden eagle so now let's talk about christine what a segue right into right into christine
0: there is a Psychotronic review for I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle in the Psychotronic video guide by Michael J. Weldon. However, it was really short and sort of pointless, so I'm not going to use it. We are going to use Christine's, though. So, Christine, directed by John Carpenter. Keith Gordon plays Arnie, a misfit student in a small California town who's possessed 1958 Red Plymouth Fury named Christine plays only old-school rock hits. The car somehow makes him cool, kills his enemies, and can reassemble itself. It was one of three movies based on Stephen King books that were released in 1983, with John Stockwell, Alexandra Paul, Harry Dean Stanton, Robert's Blossom, Robert Prosky, and Kelly Preston. The special effects and the music of this Columbia release are better than the story. <laughs> the soundtrack is on Motown. All right, Michael J. Weldon, that's rude. This story <laughs> is... The story is good. I don't know what his his beef is. Um, well, it's got a really good soundtrack.
1: I'm not gonna yeah, lie.
0: <laughs> it, it does have a good soundtrack. It has really good visuals, too. Um, I thought the choices made... Um, I watched the commentary with uh, John Carpenter and mm-hmm. Keith Gordon mm-hmm. and they really spent the entire time because Keith Gordon is now a director um, oh. instead of an actor nice. uh, they spent the entire time talking about like the filmmaking choices that they went through and how they made the movie hmm. which is cool it wasn't what I was there for I was definitely there. Right. For- for Keith Gordon to give me some insight on his performance because he plays Arnie who is the show stealer of the entire thing like Christine is a beautiful car but Arnie adorable so (laughs) (laughs) that's my type that's my type but um but yeah so they spent the entire time talking about that and there is some really uh I felt like John Carpenter was a little uh, hard on himself in the commentary about the decisions that he made but how certain things looked and there's one scene where Christine is sort of tilted and it's obvious that she's tilted and it's like no you would align that up I should align line that up and like nah you're fine your choices are great that's why this is a classic so when we started doing movie night which is how this podcast starts uh we watched I bought a vampire motorcycle on its own but I really wanted
2: to compare it to
0: compare it to another sort of killer vehicle because there's not a lot of killer vehicle stories out there I think you pretty much have Christine that's the killer car Mm -hmm. and so I thought it would be fun for us to do do both of those things kind of together since we had already watched I bought a vampire motorcycle And this
1: way we could sort of look at uh, some classics together. Hit us with the details, Becky. Adapted for the big screen by Bill Phillips, Stephen King's Christine was directed by none other than the infamous John Carpenter. I love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know who he is, he is responsible for the Halloween franchise. Uh, also In the Mouth of Madness. And He's a lot. I know, thing. but I'm just saying the layman is right. going to know Halloween. It was produced by Richard Kobritz and edited by Marion Rothman. It was released to theaters on December 9th, 1983, where it grossed $21 million. The budget was $10 million, but again, like we kind of discussed... It's a classic. We're using it as a comparison. So, is it a psychotronic movie? Yeah, sure. But Ish. budget wise, no. It's definitely a normal budget movie. It, it hits sort of psychotronic themes, but
0: in order right. to be able to make a movie like this, like 15% of its budget went to just acquiring the cars. Yes. And they needed to have all of those cars. Yes. So if, sad. Like, not only just because you were going to see how, how many of them got destroyed, but just for the opening scene, there's 10 of them in that one nope. shot. So nope. I can understand why this one's budget had to be as big as it was. I'm glad True. it was big. Also, awesome. Stephen King was a big deal. Yes. Is a big deal. So
1: anyway. Music was also selected by John Carpenter and Ellen Hayworth, I'm assuming, um, with special effects by Roy Arbogast. Again, apologies for the absolute terrible pronunciation of names. That's um, correct. You actually, it is Roy Arbogast. Yes. Good job. Um, Edit. I did. not I'm not apologizing. Okay. <laughs> it only received a 6.7 out of 10 they can kiss on my IMDb. Ass. They don't know what's good movies. And a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Again, they don't know what's good movies. And just very similar to I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. It runs for a total of one hour and 50 minutes.
0: It's this is another one where I tried to sort of see comparatively to like where how how does it structure the movie. How mm-hmm. long do we spend in tr- learning our characters? How long do we spend figuring out that the problem is serious? And how long does it take to solve the problem? Mm-hmm. This one takes a little bit less time to solve the problem. Correct. Than it does to escalate the problem. But yes. it does almost, again, line it up pretty perfectly with that 30 minute, 30 minute, 45 minute. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. But yes. still, it's another one where you're never quite bored because it keeps moving along. Yes. Does a good yeah. job of that. Is it watchable? It's, yes. definitely, it's watchable. definitely watchable. I didn't really know what to expect when we started looking at this one. Exactly. Um, yeah. I know my grandmother used to be really into Stephen King when she was younger, mm-hmm. um, but she had never read Christine, Mm-mm. and I felt like if she had read it and or seen the movie, she would have had something to say about, oh, you're watching Christine? And she was just like, eh. She didn't really have anything to say, but it's such a classic.
2: And I told my know? coworker we were going to be doing Christine, and he goes, did you read the book? And I said, No.
0: I read the read Wikipedia the about the book. <laughs> yeah. Sparknotes
2: version.
1: Sparknotes, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we can get right into it. Um, Like you had mentioned in the beginning scene, so we'll start there. The opening scene is when we see, you know, in Detroit.
0: Detroit. That's the This does, yeah, it's got really great timestamps. Yes. That's something I bought a vampire motorcycle doesn't have. I would. I want all movies to have timestamps so that I know how long have we been dealing with the problem. Yes. How long has it been e- being allowed to escalate? Mm-hmm. This goes for months. Yes.
1: Yeah, where um, if you
0: hadn't had those timestamps, it would be very easy to assume that it happened in over a week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like in the, I bought a man, I bought a vampire motorcycle. Say that ten times fast. Jesus Christ, no, thank you. Yeah, I have no idea. It, it almost seems like it's day after day after day,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it might be right. But it was just so kind of like all over the place a little bit, and that like yeah, some of it seemed like it was like a couple days later. Yeah, yeah but I that's how like
0: all the movies, lots of movies have that problem yeah. where I'm yeah. like,
2: how much time passed. Can you give me
0: some
1: a calendar in the background somewhere? Yeah, I'd be I'd be really grateful for that. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the great thing about Christine is that you start out with the year and the location where we meet Christine. Detroit, <laughs> nineteen fifty-seven. Yep. And so it's starting down the assembly line, or not starting. I shouldn't say that. It's pretty much done. They're kind of right. Coming They're just kind of coming of the through the factory. Them. She's the only red She's car. She's the only gore. I okay. It's so funny because like when I look at that, I'm like, oh, that's a pale red, which is different from pink. Yes. Pink does not necessarily equal pale red. Pale red is very specific.
0: I thought she was quite bright. It was. Yeah, it was bright, was bright. But I mean,
1: like, if you're thinking, like, if if some, if I were to listen to this and say it was it's a red car, red. I'm thinking cherry red. Okay. It's not a cherry red. It's a little bit paler, but that's because that's a '50s color. They're a little bit more pale, or not pale. It's a little uh, uh, pastelly. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like pale is still a good word. For yeah, it, pale. It's soft. Um, so it's a really, really pretty soft red. She got she's you, didn't the, she? Oh yeah. You're over here falling in oh, love. I yeah. can see it
0: happening right now. Because
1: like all the other cars are like gray or White. very yeah. like neutral, boring. And then she's in the middle, this gorgeous red. And right away you start notice. You know, right away something's wrong. Because somebody opens up the hood as it's going down the line Snaps the to fingers. check something. He grabs the side of the, like, I'm trying to think of technical terms. My dad's going to be very disappointed. But he pretty much, like, the top of the grill. He grabs on. He ch- goes to check something underneath. And the the hood slams on, on his, his hand. Yeah. And I can't remember if it, they were implying that it cut his fingers off or if it just broke his hand. That's right. kind of what
2: I got out of it, that right. it, like, took his fingers off. Yeah. But I don't... I don't know. know. She ate the fingers. Oh my god! (laughs) She's been hanging out with that vampire motorcycle. Yeah. Um. Well, and then some guy on the line goes to sit in her. He has a cigar. He ashes on the seat, and she's like, "Oh, this brand new goddamn car." Okay. Yeah. And then radio turns on, all that stuff, and And that's the
0: key. Like the radio turns on, it goes kind of green, and somebody dies.
2: Um, Yeah, and then he dies, and you know, obviously they find him.
0: This uh, this whole scene was sort of. So she started off. Evil. evil evil
2: whereas the motorcycle was possessed
0: mm-hmm. right uh which is different from the book because in the book Christine is not originally evil she becomes evil like over time due to her ownership uh Roland LeBay uh so is
3: his spirit
0: in- is like in love with her and they're like together and they sort of destroy everything around them but yeah so this scene is sort of John Carpenter's like homage to Alfred Hitchcock Uh, Alfred Hitchcock always wanted to do like a sequence where you saw something putting a car together and building a car. And then at the end of it, Oh, you get to the end of the line and there's a dead body in it. (laughs) Um, And so John Carpenter has said that that's kind of what he wanted here is where you just like, you're not seeing the cars being built, but you're seeing them being finished and suddenly there's a dead body in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that sort of sets you up with, Christine before she leaves so that you know she's evil out the door. I don't know if I needed to know that out the door, though. Like, I understand the want for the homage, um, and that's kind of cool, and I like the sequence, but I don't know if I needed to know that she was evil right out the door. I almost would have scrapped that in favor of sort of, like, in the next sequence where you see Arnie, uh, your main character, played by Keith Gordon, and Dennis, played by Stockwell... I almost would have liked to have a couple more scenes in which you see Arnie sort of slowly falling in love with Christine.
3: Mm-hmm, that would have...
0: Because yeah. in the opening sequence, so they go to school, Dennis picks Arnie up, mm-hmm. they go, they get bullied. Well, Arnie gets bullied because he's an obvious nerd mm-hmm. um, and precious and de- deserving of love and support. And they introduce Lee, who's the new student, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your pretty standard high school scene. Yeah. You establish that Dennis is the popular uh, guy, but he's nice, right? He's... Yeah legitimately concerned about Arnie's well being that's his friend um there's a couple of deleted scenes I wish they would have left in where you sort of see that Arnie is a funny guy the they exchange limericks they make jokes they obviously have a close relationship the pair of them Mm -hmm. and then there's another scene after school after being bullied where you see how that was deleted where Arnie sort of and this was deleted to change the tone of the movie you know they felt like this this scene in particular was too serious to be left in this movie that was supposed to be a little bit funny, which compared to something like Vampire Motorcycle, it's not funny. Christine is a little bit tragic. Um, I think. Mm-hmm. I think yes. it's such a strong story about addiction and how addiction yes. hurt people. Yes. That that was that was like the only thing I got from it. Like this it's is shane-
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but there's a deleted scene where um Arnie breaks down in Dennis's arms and just has like a screaming, crying fit about how he's gonna get back at these people, um and none of them understand him and you know they're all fucking shitters. That's what he calls them. They're all shitters. Um, and I would have left. Th- I would have taken out this beginning sequence that establishes that christine is evil from the word go Mm -hmm. i would have kept those scenes maybe in just to give us context for those characters and then i maybe would have liked to have seen the budding relationship between arnie and christine because he falls in love so quick and that's my biggest problem is that he sees her it's love at first sight yeah i don't buy it she (laughs) looks like shit when he sees her it'd be like if you fell in love with the meth addict at the 7-eleven at night yeah And you know, she's gonna get beautiful later. Have you
2: met car people? Like, that's what that reminded me of. Anyone I fucking know that's Uh. into cars, because I've come from a family of like gearheads, and my cousins or People that I know, friends, will see pieces of shit, and they're like, well, I can fix it up, and that's what it's the project. That's their project project It's draw. Yeah. Well, I guess I could get that if... I, I, they sort of established that he's a
0: beginning gearhead. Yeah. So like, he's like, interested... He's taking shop to learn how to fix cars. Yeah. Because he wants to be self-sufficient, and he thinks it's going to give him some cool points. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the regular uh, yeah. shop people are, like, dickheads to him, and he gets bullied, and that's a pretty serious bullying scene, by the way. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's terrible. Fucking Buddy, or whatever his name is. Buddy Reperton. Buddy's a cunt. Threatens, like, seriously He's like 35 it. years old, by the way. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those mutton chops and shit, and like, oh my God. Body hair and pectorals. Oh my God. Not he's seen. cute. But, he's a dick, and he's like, oh my God, like, he he's literally, he, they try to stand up for themselves, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Pulls out a fucking switchblade, like, what the fuck? Yeah,
2: that's escalated. Yeah. Dude. And then the teacher comes in or whoever is like, what the heck? And he's like trying to blame everyone else for like, really, bro? Yeah,
1: like you fucking.
0: You're a 35 year old bitch. man with a switchblade in yeah. high school. You were definitely punk guilty.
1: punk ass bitch. Oh my God. Thankfully, right? the right? adult in the room a, was really like seeing right through it. Like,
0: bullying scene. It is. And yeah. it does also establish, again, that Dennis is a nice guy because he tries to interview him, but he doesn't stoop to Buddy's level. Right. You know, and he gets, he gets his crotch grabbed for it, the poor fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. But yeah, and so you have that sequence, and then you go straight from there into I'm in love with my car. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: he just falls all over himself. I guess I would have liked to have seen him see Christine once, like a tease, right? Because everything else about this movie is such a little bit of a tease. I would have liked to have seen, like, the meet cute.
2: I would have loved to have seen, like,
0: oh, there she is. Yeah. Okay, I can't look at her, though. I'll just go to school and be about my business. And the next day, you know, the next time you see they drive by, and you see her again, and you sort of see him see her and like, give me a love story that I can believe in, goddammit. I understand right. that this movie hates its female leads, but like, give her, give me the love story she deserves. She's too good <laughs> yeah. a car for this. And then, but instead, what you get is so quick, and he's just in it. There's
1: a yeah. lot of pretty. Cars and he, in he the like movie drops too. the money right then and there. drops the money. Drives there. it home, and his parents wig out, and he's like, "Okay, I'll bring it to this random garage." Like, yeah, like it's definitely like such a spur of the moment. And they Decision. wouldn't let him park his car there. Which okay, so this is where um. It gets a little, not weird, but I'm curious as to how they decided to do that. Like you said, you would much prefer a believable love story, but I'm also viewing it from a different perspective of one thing that we didn't mention yet is how we're introduced to Arnie in the beginning is he's, you know, he's just not displayed. (laughs) He's portrayed as this huge geek, like his parents walk all over him. He can't even take out the trash without it splitting and getting everywhere. Mm -hmm. He can't walk out down his driveway without hitting the one puddle that's there and soaking his shoes. Like, he's a huge geek, huge nerd. Like, he's a loser. He's the love of my life. and (laughs) I don't understand
0: what was wrong with the eight. I don't, I don't understand that, like, anti-nerd culture because I'm, I was never popular, ever. Mm -hmm. But it never bothered me that I wasn't popular because you know what I know about popular people? They're fucking boring. When I transferred in high school, nobody knew me. So for five minutes, I was on the cross-country team, and I got to hang out with popular people. And they were fucking boring. I've never been so goddamn grateful that they found out I was a freak. (laughs) And that's the thing. It it wasn't that I was unpopular because I had glasses, or I was... I mean, part of it was I was queer, and that's fine. But no, dudes... I drew pictures of vampires and werewolves and body parts and and it took all of the people in high school about five minutes to discover that I was probably best avoided. So I've never understood why people like Arnie just get billed as, like, pathetic. I don't think right. he's pathetic, I think right. he's adorable. And I yeah. think he just needs somebody, he needs a Dennis, which he has. Yes. Yep. And Dennis likes him. Yeah. I had a Twyla. She was the popular kid that was cool with me. Shout outs to Twyla.
2: The other reason I knew some of the other was because of grade school. Grew up going to the parochial school, and then you ended up going to private school with me, but I didn't know you before then because you didn't go to private school before I did then. not go to private school, but I went to public although school. But all the private schools are small, so everyone kind of knows each other.
0: Right. I only went to private school because my mom was convinced that I would get shivved
1: my a knife at the public school if I was allowed to go. Didn't have a choice. I, I begged to go to public school. Well, it's weird too because like I went more like a charter school, so it's like open to the public. It doesn't cost tuition. Uh, but you do have to get accepted. But you do have to get accepted. That was the type of school it was. We had a completely different dynamic. We didn't have the popularity, but I get where you're coming from. Like I was definitely like we had outcasts, but it was almost like outcasts were cool. Because that was the kind of school you went to. Like, you went to a school where everybody was a fucking nerd because they Wealthy had to get-
0: Catholic school. Yeah. Like, we had some that were, I, I want to say, like, true believers in Christ, you know? So mm-hmm. they tried to live it. And so they tried to be nice. It wasn't unpopular because I had glasses or I was- Yes, those were contributing factors, but I was a creep. And those people can't really look past that aspect of you. They're like, yeah, we're all down to that's a pentagram on your t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna walk over here and so even though they don't like actively spit on you they sort of just like exclude you from all things fun mm-hmm. and I wasn't baptized <laughs> why? and they're like uh why are you here yeah <laughs> don't look at me my parents may even go here uh looking back on it I think I probably would have enjoyed going to the Lutheran school more other than you and me wouldn't have met and I wouldn't have met my husband oh yeah um, which is kind of a weird thing to think about like probably a good thing I went there yeah He's worth it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we've gotten way off track. Now we're reminiscing about high school. Um,
2: Is this reminiscing? or?
0: I think this is, I think this is, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's relevant Uh, to this. I just, I just really don't understand the 80s obsession with this sort of nerd, unpopular nerd, pathetic nerd stereotype in which... And I feel like it's popular now. Right. Nerds are cool now. I think it's because... I don't know why we weren't just always popular. That's my problem. Why? Why? Our generation. What was wrong with a nerd wanting to, like, work on his car? Why is that... I feel like our generation grew up and is semi, don't now pick raising on people. It's me because I'll watch yeah. these movies with my mom, who's a 1980s person. Uh, and yeah, she's definitely the one that would have bullied an Arnie character.
2: Aww.
0: all over the place, and I'm like, mom.
2: And I never understood that stuff. Either.
0: Whatever. We again, we've gotten way off track, but yeah, like everybody talks about how Arnie's pathetic. This was all just a roundabout way for me to be like, no, I'm team Arnie. Whoosh, wave a flag. I hope him and Dennis ride off into the sunset
1: together in Christine. That's the ending I wanted. What I will say about Arnie's introduction of being, you know, pathetic or cute and adorable, whatever. He's definitely starts out at one side of the spectrum. Right. And, ends up <laughs> and we see it throughout the rest of the movie. His... Character and it makes
0: development me so sad. Yeah, because you see him and he's such a soft, sort of sad guy, and you just want him to have a good time and have a cool car and grow into being a cool character, and he turns into such a fucking dick. Anyway, so his
2: parents aren't happy as the car. He has to take the car to the shop.
1: Yep, the garage. Yep, the garage. so he takes the, the car to the garage. That,
2: the owner lets him use you know random parts and pieces to fix up.
1: Right, um, for working for him a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, and it, start, it doesn't start out that way. He uh, Darnell starts out and it's, you know, he's like he's waiting for Arnie to be a fuck-up. To be an
1: asshole
0: and, yeah. Take advantage. And so you start to see as he works on Christine and Christine gets better, that attitude sort of changes. Darnell yeah. offers him a job, offers him a chance to sort of work off the parts that he's using and what we and what isn't expressed and this is again, Christine has some really great deleted scenes. So if you got, have a DVD or you can find it, watch the deleted scenes because I just think there's so much more to the story that's fleshed out there. There's a deleted scene where Arnie has um, so his glasses get broken in the fight scene at the school but the next time you really see him he's not wearing his glasses and he, he's working on Christine and her Grill is sort of half replaced. And her headlights look new. She's getting the sides of her starting to look better. And when Darnell asks him about it, he has no idea how he's fixed it. Mm-hmm. He just has fixed it. Mm-hmm. And that's relevant later when you realize that he's not really fixing Christine. She's taking his life force to fix herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I would have loved to have seen a scene like that left in where you sort of see the beginning of Arnie's transformation, where he's still sort of a sweet guy, but he's lost his glasses. He's not wearing the big over jacket anymore or the loose-fitted shirt. He's starting to wear things that are a little bit more form-fitting. He's starting to get some confidence as he works on her.
2: And you want to point out he got her for like $300. It's
0: cheap. Oh, my God. Yeah, we definitely... because it's so, it's so quick. It happens so quick. Yeah. It did. We didn't really
1: pass over it. We didn't mention how much it cost, but... He sees it. He falls in love. He buys it right then and there. Right. Okay. Unless we want to talk about George. LeBay. Yeah. So in the book, it's
0: Roland LeBay who sells the car to Arnie. The guy, and, his and, original the brother, owner. The original owner. And then dies. And his spirit is sort of infecting Arnie. And that's that story. Mm-hmm. This one, Roland is dead. So his spirit is already with Christine. And that's yeah. sort of half-ass implied by the change in Arnie's language and then the change in his dress. Um... And George sells the car anyway. Yeah. So, but you start to see these changes in Arnie that nobody likes. His parents can't account for his weird attitude. Right. He blows off his best friend. And Dennis is legitimately hurt by the fact that Arnie isn't going to go to this movie with him or whatever. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and contain myself, but Dennis comes off super bisexual. Um, and it's a little bit because this movie ignores its female lead so much, um, but also they have Kelly Preston there, who's beautiful, trying to attract Dennis's attention. Yeah. Trying to attack, attract Dennis' attention. hmm And he just blows by her every time to go and either oh, yeah. help out Arnie. <laughs> and my thing is like, no straight man. <laughs> is that invested in his best friends? Well, maybe they are. Maybe I'm wrong. But that comes off super gay dudes. And again, he's later really hurt by the fact that Arnie isn't going to this movie with him. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you fucking forgot. Yeah, I gotta go work. I gotta run some errands for Darnell. I'm too cool now. And you sort of move
1: on from there. So, I mean, I know you're thinking about your... What to talk about next. But the one thing that I just want to mention that, you know, like you... How do I say this? Um, I don't like the idea of assuming there's some underlying homosexuality between or whatever between Dennis and Arnie is only because I'm afraid if somebody were to, if we start pointing out all these different things that straight men are going to think if they are nice and have close guy friends that they're automatically gay. And so they're going to put some sort of like, you know what I mean? They're going to be like, Oh, I can't be nice to my guy friends. Oh, I can't have a close guy friend. Oh, I can't. Cause automatically somebody's going to think I'm gay. I think they can
0: do all of those things. Not and I wouldn't say about that anyone it's text. About that? I think that's the difference <laughs> between text and subtext. Oh. So the subtext in this reads, and it's entirely because of the absence of female characters. And because they cut so much of the thing out. When you see Dennis on screen with Kelly, he's uninterested. She's gorgeous and he's uninterested. Yeah, when but you maybe see him,
1: she's just not as type. Right.
0: When you see him in screen with Lee, his attraction to her is so superficial because they haven't given them any screen time to build anything. Um, which is very different from Arnie's attraction to Christine, in which you see all these moments of sort of intimacy between him and this car, and that's really the real love story is him and Christine. Yes. Um, uh, Keith Gordon has said that anytime he touched the car, he tried to imagine which part of a woman he was touching. Oh. So that when he's touching Christine he would have that. He would have that sort of connection. So like his hands on her hood, which part of a woman's body is the hood? You know, which part <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, guys. Um <laughs> But, uh, so it's sort of those moments, they give, um, Keith Gordon, they give Arnie's character those moments to build that connection with the car, so mm-hmm. it feels very real. Yeah. Um, and then they make other choices with Dennis's character, in which you see him go to ask out Lee, but it's grudgingly. He doesn't really decide to go and do that first, and then she rejects him, and he's like, Oh uh, okay, he's not broken hearted about this girl he was interest- interested in, and I'm gonna put that in quotes, because it's mostly his guys being like, yo, you do should go do it, you ask should her do it. Her, right? And again, the one person he's number one concerned about is like Arnie the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're supposed. Dennis and uh, Lee ostensibly end up together by the end of the movie. They're a couple, mm-hmm. and they have zero chemistry. Like when he looks at her, yeah. she might as be she might as well not be there. And so again, maybe there had would have been more chemistry if you would have taken your time to develop those relationships. Um, if you wanted me to believe that he is interested in this woman, you needed to give me something there because all you did was he's spending a lot of time with his like one male friend who you queer coded as a villain from the word go. It's less about how does Dennis come off and more like, how does everybody come off around him? So that sort of soft boy glasses, not a fighter. That is your classic queer coded villain. Um, and they do that to Arnie, uh, the whole movie. So he's got that sort of skinny waist, he's small, he's not a fighter, he's not a ladies man. You know, he's in love with his car. That, again, is one of those sort of queer subtext pieces. It's not a quote-unquote normal relationship. It could almost stand in for a relationship between two people, especially at the time this movie was made, where we're now talking about the dangers of moving into relationships that are not quote-unquote normal. And so I think, yes, there's definitely... Like, the commentator, like, can straight men do all of these things and be these things and be totally straight? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think trying to ignore the sort of queer subtext to these things and what they, at the time they were made, were saying about alternative relationships, that can be equally, like, problematic mm-hmm. to try and ignore those things. Again, it's just little things as you're watching it where when you're a queer person, you're just like, oh, I see you. Right. Um, you have the same pers- problem with, like, people uh, being a person of color where you're watching things where you're like, I don't see any people of color, but this monster got a lot of features. And maybe it's not exactly what it's trying to say, Mm -hmm. but the absence of what you want to say leaves nothing but interpretation, and this is how it's coming off to me. Um, Like I said, I wish they would have spent more time on any of the scenes with Lee, and they cut so much of her, Mm -hmm. so many of her scenes out. Like, Um, she has has no no character? Yeah, they're in the deleted scene. Like, these are actual scenes they shot. There's... Three or four where you see her going to the hospital to meet with Dennis so they can have a conversation about Arnie. Where you get to see her go to his house so they can have a conversation about Arnie. They keep having to have this conversation because she's worried about her boyfriend and he's being the good best friend. Those are sort of establishing moments. And then you get a really great scene where those two, like, kiss in the car. Yeah. And Arnie
1: catches them. And it's like, yeah! It's a whole deal. That scene's cut out. Why is that scene How, kind of- how long total are these deleted scenes? Like, I feel like we literally chopped the fucking movie in half with how much they've left out. Yeah. Five
0: minutes a piece, maybe? So five, 10, 15, 20, 20. Yeah. And there's certain areas where, like, I sort of feel like you didn't- whatever. They weren't concerned with character development. It was fine. The only character we cared about was Arnie.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, we talked about Darnell's. Yes. We got as far as Darnell's. And him working on Christine. Yes. And sort of having this sort of change- Between new Arnie and old Arnie. Yeah. So he's starting to lose time. He can't keep track of anything. Um, This is one of the first times you get to see that Christine's speedometer is rolling back. Yes. And so she's sort of leeching the life out of him. And as she's doing that, he is changing into um, ostensibly uh, Roland LeBay, who owned the car Mm -hmm. beforehand. I thought that was a really interesting way to show that. I would also say that it's sort of, like, we just did Vampire Motorcycle, and it's sort of, like, vampire-themed, in which she's sort of leeching this out of him, and it becomes more evident as the film goes on that the closer her speedometer gets to zero, the worse he gets. Mm -hmm. Which was, like, a really cool effect. It's also, like... So her, like, speedometer and everything is, like, green-tinted. And that's, yeah. like, an effect they did. They just put, like, a gel in front of it so that it would be pretty. That's not something that came standard on those kinds of cars.
1: That's funny. That's
0: specifically for that. Yeah. So as as Arnie's as Christine starts to get better, he starts to separate from his family. They get worried. Mm-hmm. Dennis is sort of starting to worry about him, too. We get to the football game. Yes. And that is one of the, the big first times you see Christine sort of deliver on the tension. Because Dennis previously broke into Darnell's. To, like, get at her because he can't understand what's so special about this car. And uh, she turns on. It scares him. He runs away. The next time you see the car, it's completely new. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. Yes. Everybody keeps talking about the car like it's not a beautiful car. Right. And I don't understand that. Like, right. she's a beautiful... It's
1: even a classic vintage yeah. car in the time of the movie. And nobody right. seems that impressed that like he built this it's beautiful It's a 30-year-old classic vintage fucking car. Right? Um so you see Maybe not that old 25. Um you see Dennis,
0: see the car. Mm-hmm. You see Dennis, see Arnie and Lee, and this is again one of my other supports for mm-hmm. Dennis's focus is when you watch that scene, he focuses on the car first cuz that's what but as soon as he sees them get out of the car, his focus is completely on the change in Arnie. Like mm-hmm. Lee's head when they're kissing is behind Arnie's head, mm-hmm. and she is above Arnie, mm-hmm. rather than sort of like like you could have propped him up on that car. He's a short man, so trying to uh, that's my phone making noise. At first I thought it was mine. Oh my god, it's Noel.
1: No- <laughs> hi, well, hi Noel, hi recording, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> hi Noel. Okay, our now new new rule she's going <laughs> so, Our new rule
2: she is She leached way into our her episode.
0: Before there we, we go. Record. Hi Noel. <laughs> But that's sort of one of my like I said, his focus is totally on Arnie, mm-hmm. Lee, the car. How did this guy get this girl that rejected me?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then bam. He's knocked he's, to the ground yeah, and he career is career ending mm-hmm. injury and has to go to
1: the hospital. Yeah, like he's fucked. And then of course me is like immediately he gets reamed and they pull his fucking helmet off and I'm like cringing. I'm like, Oh my God, don't do that. What are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> That's like he just broke his neck all over That's the worst part of movie for me. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Um, I really wasn't certain if he was going to
0: bite it or not. I. So you know that he, you sort of know that he can't because he's introduced as sort of going to be the hero. If Arnie's going to be the problem, he's going to be the hero. Um, But I almost worried that this was going to be a very bold movie that was like, nope, we (laughs) killed your your hero halfway through the thing. You thought it was about him, but this is the great thing. So the first half of the movie is almost in his perspective because it's about him observing the change in Arnie. The next bit of it is all about Arnie's perspective. Mm -hmm. And so we get that from this point on, because now he's, again, he's with Christine. His friend is in the hospital, so his one sort of tether to the world outside of Christine. Craiglet! (laughs) Oi! He says, hey, this is my (laughs) scratching post. Mm -hmm. This is my basement. (laughs) The first real scene we sort of get Arnie's perspective in is the date. He takes oh. Lee on a date. Yes. And this is another scene that I have a big problem with. They didn't give you enough character development because she's already pissed. She's yeah. already mad about
1: the car. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's like the first time you see them together. I mean, outside of the football game, the first time you see them together in the car. Yeah. Or together, period. Right. Oh my God, you pay too much attention. And you're like, whoa, bitch, the fuck?
2: Yeah, like this is for date number one. What are you talking about?
1: But, yeah, we
0: think it's date number one. It's obviously not. They've yeah. obviously been on dates yeah. before. They obviously have a relationship. Um, And she's had enough time to see how much time he spends with Christine. Yeah. And how much more attention he gives Christine. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Christine... Never come together. between a
0: guy and his hobbies. That's a very dangerous place to be. Yes. Um Probably. But especially when his hobby is an addiction, you still want to kind of, like... That's really Lee's, like, whole narrative, right? She wants to get him help with his addiction um yeah. because she cares about yeah, him she
1: definitely does and and that's something But does you she see care right about away. him
0: or does she care about new him
1: i don't not like new him I don't know because like did she meet old Arnie right up for debate really was she attracted to the original Arnie was she attracted to the Arnie like halfway through his transformation when he started to get quote unquote cool or you know was it kind of new Arnie right um fun fact the movie that's
0: playing at the drive-in is Thank God It's Friday with Richard Pryor mm-hmm. and apparently it's a uh, there's a running gag about yeah uh, a character's cherished automobile keep get, keeps getting uh damaged oh. both deliberately and that's inadvertently funny. throughout the film uh which I think is a really funny thing just like a little easter egg cuz it's not there long enough yeah. for you to really pay attention to it um I do remember
2: saying Richard Pryor then I was like yay, hey.
0: yep yeah, which I noticed right away too I was like ah oh, <laughs> cool and then i was
1: like what movie is that we have to look it up
0: yeah. um movies within movies maybe that'll be a gag yeah a bit
1: well i mean that yeah that's pop i don't want to say it's popular but it it adds that extra like like you said the reanimator poster
0: right in, in the seller dweller one. you're just like thank you for that easter egg i'm very yeah.
1: grateful noted i right. saw it when you put that extra detail and attention into things it's really great right but yeah, but is
0: it foreshadowing, maybe? Like, because Christine hasn't been damaged
1: yet by this point, and so now oh, we're seeing Thank God sure, It's Friday. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's like, it's foreshadowing if you get the reference. Right. If you noticed it, it's
0: foreshadowing. Okay. Um, Another weird Easter egg in this thing, and I don't know if it's an Easter egg so much as ridiculous, but the guy who rescues her.
1: Yeah, who is that?
0: I, he's nobody. He's wearing a The Dude sweater from oh, Big Lebowski.
1: Oh my God. Are, Are you serious? Oh, that where that's from? Okay, yeah. I, I couldn't... I didn't. That's hilarious. That was a little weird. I thought for a second that Arnie was going to get upset. Because I think he got upset or something right, right so, after. So what that. happens
0: is she like slaps Christine. She makes all these comments. Yeah. Arnie is very obviously hurt by the fact that nobody loves his car as much as he does. He just wants somebody to share with him with his car. I've never seen anybody look so dejected. So he gets out because he's having a problem with, with the wiper. One his wiper,
1: wiper yeah.
0: Um, but it's really, Christine has stopped using her wiper mm-hmm. to get him out of the car so that yep. she can kill his girlfriend. Yep. Um, and a bright light comes up, which never happens again. Yep. Radio turns on. Yeah, the, yep, radio the radio turns on, the bright light comes up, um, and she begins to choke, which mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, LeBay's brother mentions that his brother's five-year-old daughter choked to death in the car. Yes. Um, yes. And so it's sort of one of those things where it's Again, now you see her choking, and you know that Christine definitely killed this guy's kid, and this guy didn't care that his kid died. His child
1: died, died, yeah. Right.
0: All he wanted to do was be with Christine, um, which is exactly the sort of path Arnie is going down. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's trying to get inside his door. Yeah. And I can't tell if this scene is incompetence or if it's, like, sort of deliberate. Like, he doesn't care if she dies. Oh,
1: right. Because, like... like,
0: Because Christine is going to kill her, and on some level, does he know that?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And And he's okay with that?
0: Because he just wants to be with Christine. Right. Or is it incompetence where he just... He's panicking now. And he can't right. think about going to the other side yeah. of the car. Um, so weird. she gets her door
1: unlocked and... The guy. Uh, well, that's the thing, too, is because, like, okay, so, like, um, she can't get out herself. Now, again, like you were just saying, is it she's so focused on choking and trying to get that piece of whatever out of the her throat burger. that <laughs> yeah. she can't manage open. to open the door... Is Arnie just physically unable? But the thing is, is that, like, neither of them are able to get their respective doors open. Arnie's not thinking about coming to the other side either, which is, like, okay. That was the part that I was, like, sus. Yeah, exactly. But then this guy that was just there is able to open the door, pull her out, and give her the Heimlich. So it's, like, my thought process with with that was, was Christine only folk, And this is where, you know, of course she has... What is that term you want to use where, like, you're aware of your surroundings?
2: Peripheral vision? No.
1: Um, Hypervigilance? Mm-hmm. I can't think... I feel like there's a term. We're going to edit this out. But, um, like, she's, she's focused on Arnie and Christine. She's not worried right. about the guy that's right there. And that's how he was able to sneak in and take her. Right. Which sounds weird saying that. It's not... That's not what happened. He saved her. But, like, why would Christine only... Make it impossible for Arnie to get in and Christine or Lee, Lee to get, to get out, it out, but how was the other guy able to get her? Right. I well,
0: figured you see Lee sort of unlock her door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the physical aspects of being a car exist for Christine. Yeah. So when that lo- it's not that when Lee pulled the lock it didn't unlock because Christine is keeping it locked. No, she's a car. You can physically unlock her. I almost wonder if it's one of those things where. In allowing this girl to be rescued, like, one, you avoid a body count, but also you let a different person rescue her. So Arnie didn't rescue her. Would mm-hmm. he have been able to rescue her? Right. I don't know. Uh, that it's an outstander. Well, now you've created tension between Lee and Arnie, which might dissolve the relationship, which will give Christine what she wants. Yeah, kind of the almost like a
2: threat thing.
0: Right. Like, go ahead, bitch. Keep running your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I'll kill you and he'll let me. so you might as well just go she's a bad bitch christine i really wish they had spent more time on lee i feel like i've said that four times but she falls so flat i don't buy her relationship with arnie i don't buy or
1: with dennis
0: right i don't buy the relationship when he like drops her off at home and he tries to be like you just need to relax babe let me get in your pants like yeah and she's like no what the fuck is wrong with you and it's like I can't tell if she's supposed to come off as, like, innocent virginal. Right. Or just angry. I don't know. The whole thing. I like the actress. I think she's doing what she can with it. Yeah. But I feel like all of her character development wound up on the chopping room yes. floor. And that's really annoying to me.
1: Yeah. And that's the definite... Like, if you compare Christine to I Bought a Vampire Cycle, Kim is, like, a main character. Right. Lee should be a main character. And she's treated more like she, an side character.
0: Yeah.
3: As she,
0: yeah. Like,
1: like the guy you that saved room, her.
0: You only have room for one. And I wonder if that's part of it is we, as we're watching the movie, struggle to perceive Christine as a full female character.
1: True. Um, I was going to say... Because, like, maybe, how,
0: many, how many leading ladies do you need?
1: I was going to say, is Dennis the final girl?
0: <laughs> yes. Dennis is the final girl. <laughs> Acceptable. Um, but, yeah. Can I just yeah. say, this is a complete tangent, but I watched evil dead recently and i just ash is a final girl when you watch the first movie he's a final girl you get that closing scene the scream the sort of at the end ash ash williams is a final girl (laughs) we're gonna do a bruce campbell one but we're doing man with a screaming brain okay have you seen that one no i didn't think so um there's two kinds of bruce campbell fans those who have seen the big movies he's been in which is like evil dead Army of Darkness, Bubba Hotep, and then there's the ones who really went to go look for his passion projects. Man with the Screaming Brain took him 19 years to make. Wow. And it flopped, and he ended up having to use like VHS copies as insulation in his house. Oh
2: wow! I have. You few... can cut this part out
0: too, because I don't want to give. it. Rid-
2: no, I'm... Man, Man with the
0: Screaming Brain.
2: Screaming. Yeah, because I have a few of his other stuff. That's. I don't not know so that I count
0: it as a horror movie. Really mainstream oh. in
2: my jacket to watch of his, because we downloaded a bunch of his, but I don't.
0: I wanted to know if this was sort of uh, an on purpose thing, so as I was watching the, the commentary, I was glad they mentioned it. So, the costumes, you start noticing that Ar- Arnie is changing everything about himself, but you start to see him wearing more red. I thought he was dressing to match. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's utterly un- unintentional. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean it's unintentional? He looks great in that red. I miss the nerd glasses, but the red shirt, black vest. Mm, good choice, sir. What about
2: the bullies?
0: Yeah, we're just getting to that part oh, so where. They got there. Like, where did they see his car? At the football game. They saw it at the football game. Oh, so he's dropping Christine off off after the movie
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and leaving, and that's when they break in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was some time between the end of that football game and then this instance then. So did they have to, like... Find
1: out where Darnell's was. Yeah, I don't know how they automatically knew unless it's like, okay, they waited until after the football game, they followed him around, maybe they were following him the whole time. Oh, uh, see, that I thought don't they followed know. him
2: to Darnell's, but yeah, I guess no, I know, how but, long were they following But how long
1: was it between the football game and When the he drive-in? perked it, and yeah, because they definitely went to the drive-thru before it was. she was trashed, and was and again, like we said, there's, there's six or nine months from the beginning of this movie... Through the thing, so where it, to I tried honest. to write down where all the timestamps were, yeah, and I kept missing
0: it, so it was yeah,
1: shit. no, well you yeah yeah, so it's like what was it a few days? Was it like okay a week later they went to the movies and then that's when the boy and his friends his decided to attack. I don't know, but yeah, they definitely de- like find out where he's parking his car and decided to trash it. It. like fuck it
0: up oh yeah so extreme Total. um it looks like a really good time uh there is an extended deleted scene that shows you all of the damage that they do to this poor car they also
2: shit on his dashboard and you
0: definitely get to see that in the deleted scene Maybe oh on
2: damn I'm, i wanna i mean you don't get to like
0: it's not that impressive <laughs> yeah they do they shit on his dashboard uh which is just poor christine she doesn't deserve this she's no. a good car
2: Um, It was so sad to watch the beautiful car get smashed. Well, and so,
0: again, they destroy... The budget for this movie, so much of it was spent on just acquiring the vehicles they needed. Because you couldn't Uh just make those vehicles. Right, You had to have the real thing. And so, by the time they were done, I think they only had two left. Oh my gosh. They trashed all of them. So, one in that scene... One with, uh, the hydraulics later, which we'll get into. Mm -hmm. One- He tries-
2: or she tries to kill someone and has to drive through a tight crevice. Yeah,
0: that's another one that they just absolutely decimate. So as it goes on, one they lit on fucking fire, you know? So by the time they're done, this is like the first one we see get destroyed. Mm -hmm. But I'm betting the one that was sitting in LeBay's garage, I bet they had to trash that one too to make it look like that. Yeah. Poor babies. Such yeah.
1: death and destruction um, for a good cause. I definitely thought... So in that scene, they trash it. They completely trash it. And then Arnie comes in the next day and finds that it's trash. And I can't remember if the inspector was there. Oh, another inspector. Another, like, cop. Because it's like, oh my god, what happened? Because mm-hmm. obviously something's afoot. Nobody's going to just, like, put all that work into their car and then fucking trash it. So, like, I think the cops were involved. I don't remember. I don't think so. They're not there until the first murder. Because I thought that he was... Oh, no, that's right. He was, like, stopping by with Lee, wasn't yeah. he? Right. They were kissing and making up, and he
0: wanted to stop by the car, and he wanted her to get in his car. And or, like, I just want
1: to grab something real quick, and then he's like, yeah. what the
0: fuck? Well, and it's really one of those, um, so there's m- multiple scenes as you start to see the change in Arnie. There's moments where you see old Arnie,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and
0: I thought it was really interesting as you see him see Christine, you see him start to close his hands together and fidget and pick at his nails, and he shrinks visibly. He gets smaller. And it's one of those moments where you're like, that's actually Arnie. That's his shock, his fear, his um, denial over how bad his car is fucked. And mm-hmm. you start to realize all of this self-confidence he's got, it comes from Christine. Yeah. It's completely connected to his connection with her. Yeah. And again, it's right back to that sort of addiction thing yeah. where he can't tap his vein now.
1: Right. She's trashed. And also, like, you notice, like, yeah, okay, starting to kiss and make up. Like, again... When he... He loves Christine. We know this. He's love He loves Christine way more than he likes Lee. I think he likes having Lee around every once in a while. I don't know if it's to show off. I don't know if it's... Sort right. Of it's part of the ego. Sort of... Yeah. The also, ego he probably is not used to getting girlfriends. Right. So. But, like... Well, the she... thing that I notice is that, like, yeah, if he spends a little bit of time away from Christine, he levels out a little bit. But then once he goes back, he just turns into that... Starts to turn into that, like, asshole again. Like... Right. Like, oh, honey, let's make up, and then, but I, but I need to see Christine for five right. seconds, and then all of a sudden forgets she's even there, which I understand. Outside, it's, he of that. sort of wants to have, like have his cake and eat it too.
0: Yes, um, I'm just going to keep harping on these deleted scenes until we die. Um, <laughs> there's a scene right after the football game where he goes to visit Dennis in the hospital, and they have like a right. cute exchange or whatever. It's longer in the deleted scene where he sees that Lee has signed Dennis's cast and he gets hissed off about it. And so it's a possessive thing. And you start to realize that it's about possessing and owning and keeping. And that's his relationship with Lee. He just She's a thing. She's mm-hmm. not a person. Not like Christine. Christine is, Christine is real. Their mm-hmm. love is real. But she's completely decimated. He breaks off with Lee, throws her out and this is where you start to see Lee trying to sort of talk to start talking to mm-hmm. Dennis because she's concerned about Arnie. And Arnie doesn't care about anybody else. He's he's ready to sit down. We're coming up on the big the big scene for the movie, which is now he's got to fix Christine again. Yes. And how is he going to do that? His family talks about the car being trashed. <laughs> Let's see. Does he go to dinner with his family first? He does. Doesn't yeah, he? Because his, yeah, because
1: he's Upset, he's like, it wouldn't have fucking happened if I did. Par- if you were letting me park my car here, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. That's the scene where he beats up his dad.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to get into it, right?
1: Uh-huh. And like his parents. To are be fair, sort of, his dad
2: kind of roughed him first. so... To be
0: fair, his he was just fucking kind of... family were dicks. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, and you sort of establish this a couple of times. Uh, you do sort of start to feel for his family though, because again, yeah. he is out of control, yes. um, and it's all about this car, and it's been about this car now for months. So. I kind of wanted more of a fight. I would have loved to see his dad just put him down. Like, Yeah, kinda, me too. <laughs> you My little bitch. fucking shit. <laughs> You're going to talk to your mom that way. Yeah. you talk to your dad that way. And then when he tries to address the problem, your response is just to choke your dad out. Right. And you sort of stop seeing, like, Arnie almost altogether.
2: Yeah. The original yeah. Arnie. I mean, just I think gonna get his ass kicked a little
0: bit. Sort of at this point. He goes to fix Christine and you get the really great quote unquote striptease scene. Yes. um, Where he tells her it's going to be okay. They're going to fix it. And she fixes herself a little bit for him. And he's like, oh yeah, show me, show me, show me what you've got. Mm -hmm. And it gets sort of like mood music going. And she just props herself back up.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and she's, she's new. She's great. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So is
2: that the, you said that was. Um, hydraulics, because at first I thought maybe it was reverse. I know that's what I
1: thought too. It is.
0: So what they do is they had a hydraulic, like it was hooked up to hydraulics mm-hmm. on the inside of the car, mm-hmm. and they did film it in reverse. So they film it pulling the car in and crumpling itself into a ball, mm-hmm. and then just like a switch, throw it in reverse, and it expands back out. Oh,
2: nice.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and that's how it looks on film. But that's so they had to pull the entire car in, but it's got a very specific set of hookups in there so that it can pull the car in and make it look. Sort of realistic that it's popping back out. But again, she's perfect. She pops right back out and Arnie and her can go about their business. Mm-hmm. And this is where you start having the problems. Yeah. You know, because now we've established she can fix herself. Yeah. So there's nothing that can stop her from decimating these people who uh, sort of deserve it. mm mm-hmm. uh, She starts with...
1: the heck is his name?
0: They all had names and I forget it. But um,
1: one of the goons. It wasn't Buddy right away. Right? It was just like... Okay. Comparison... I think, wasn't it just like I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle, where he starts, or where Christine starts with not the head of the little gang, but one of his minions. Right. Because he's off by himself. Right. And so she finds him, kills him, um and then finds the rest of
0: the Right. I liked group. their decision here to use a completely black windshield so you couldn't see yes. whether or not Arnie is so in the like, car. So they're like, what
1: the fuck, Arnie? And then it's like, oh.
0: Yeah. And I like that it leaves it up to the viewer to decide whether or not Arnie is actually in the car. And, you know, he says he's at home, but right. is he actually with Christine? And that's left completely up to you to decide right up until, like,
1: the end, the ending sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kills one that's kind of, like, off by himself, and then he goes and finds, he starts chasing down one of the other ones. I can't remember if it's Buddy himself or one of, an, another one of his friends, but Buddy's running away, slash, I can't remember if he was on a bike or something. And they end up at the garage that they like to hang out at because right. they're the gearheads and the actual, like, mechanics and stuff. And that's why they were taking shop or whatever. And so they think they're safe within their garage. They're like, oh, right. he can't get us. Cause it's they think it's an intense... She just, Yeah, she's like, fuck that! And then just, like, drove straight into them and, like, blew up. up. The
0: whole freaking thing. Kills everybody in a ball of fire.
1: Yep. And Buddy's just outside, like, uh, uh, uh Yep. Gonna run away. And then, and there, he's like, oh my God. And then he's like, I can't believe that happened. But then all of a sudden you see Christine backing out. Right. Engulfed in flames. Right. And then starts driving away. And he's like, I'm gonna outrun this car on fire. I know. I know. I was
0: like, man, climb a pole. (laughs) Get up somewhere. Right. You know? You're just gonna run down a road. You didn't even get off the road. At least make it hard Uh for her. I know. It's exact
1: fucking... Serpentine.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) And, but you didn't, and he got, like, run over. I really expected that to be a much bigger build-up, because it was like building, 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 building. Yeah. <laughs> body's just rolling. Yes. Up, like, yes. Oh, I thought I was going to get to see him get hit, but I, got, I no. guess not. No. Um, You get a phone scene between Arnie and Lee, and this is, in my opinion, the last time you really see Arnie at all, mm. where he's trying to convince her to get back together, to have one more chance, and she's just like, I can't do it with you in this freaking car. And one thing I did like is that the phones that they're talking on are actually connected. So it's not like a gimmick. He's physically talking to her. So it seems like a really real phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked I liked that little tidbit that they were actually uh, phones so that you could get the realism of arguing on the phone with somebody you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, it's he's all about Christine.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's... I think we find out that he's not... He may have been... Well, okay, so we find out, though, that he's not in the car, at least when he kills the rest in the garage, because she blows up. Right. Arnie wouldn't be able to survive that. Correct. And she ends up coming back to Darnell's garage, backing her her fucking smoking ass in in front of Darnell, (laughs) just backs up into her spot. And Darnell's like, what the fuck? And he goes to check, and there's nobody in there. And nobody's in there. And then for whatever reason, I'm sorry. Again, ghosts, I'd be the fuck. God damn it, there's a monster in my basement. I'm out the door. I'm not coming back down with an axe, Jeffrey Combs. But (laughs) I would be like, if I- Darnell, I'm
0: not checking the car. The car rolled itself in there. I poked my head and went, Nope. nope.
1: Yep, <laughs> I'm not get paid enough up for this. Definitely, you be about your business, Christine. This yeah. is where you live now. You yeah. want me to paint?
2: You want me to paint your name on it? It's your spot now,
1: <laughs> right? Like, oh my god, that's I why mostly, I always that's thought all she wanted. She, really. Like, mm-hmm.
2: people were getting attacked. It was sh- like Arnie wasn't in, it, and it was just Christine.
0: Right. I think it's all Christine, honestly. Yeah.
2: I I don't think he's in most
0: of it. But again, right. they haven't come full. When c- the killings start, they haven't really come full circle yet. When no. Darnell dies, yes. Just immediately after that, right? Because she she squishes him. She squishes yeah, cause him. Yeah, like
1: because for whatever reason, he's like, "Oh, nobody's in there. That's crazy. Let me get inside."
0: Um, also, can what? I? The steering what? wheel is made out of rubber. Fuck. So if you watch that scene? The steering wheel is like and floppy. And I was like, "It works because she was just on fire. I'll buy that for a oh, dollar." Yeah. But also, like, it looks it looks a little I'll it looks buy like it a little it for a
2: dollar. Um.
0: But uh, so she kills Darnell. Yes. And that's where you get to see the cop again. This is the cop that when the first guy gets killed. Yes. Because, um, oh yeah, that's right. Because one of, was one of his friends killed separately one day. Right. And then the next day you see the cop. That's and right. And he's investigating because the paint is found on dude's pelvis. Yes. Um, like in his bone fragments, like <sighs> Preston or whatever. Um, and like how hard would you have to hit something to embed it like that? But it's a specific kind of paint. It's Christine's paint. Yep. 1958. Um, Autumn red. Pastel
1: red.
0: <laughs> it's autumn red. Pale red. <laughs> um, and uh, he tries to get Arnie to confess that something has happened, even though Arnie has an alibi for where he was, and it can be corroborated. Mm-hmm. So this time that same guy is there. And, oh, hey, look, it's your fucking car again. But mm-hmm. she looks great. You know, none of this stuff. Yeah, I thought was, um, she was totaled. What? Yeah, everybody said she was totaled. No, she's not totaled. She's fine. Um, I think this... Inspector knows about Christine. Yeah. Because he keeps trying to reason with Arnie from a place where he, it doesn't come off like he's trying to convict Arnie, he's trying to arrest Arnie. It would be very easy for him to just take Arnie downtown for some questioning. He doesn't do that. Um, I think he knows about Christine, and I think he knows about Christine
1: from
2: before. Yes,
1: from LeBay. When LeBay had her. That would make sense, because he does look a little older.
2: Because Dennis... Went back to LeBay's, right? Le who he bought it from,
1: right? Yeah. And yeah. found
2: out the whole story about it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember, did Arnie
1: ever find out the story? I thought, De- I think Dennis tries to tell, tell him. him, and Dennis is like, or Arnie's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. So what?
0: Well, they keep trying to have this conversation about the car, and it, it Arnie's
1: not here right now. Only LeBay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So, his bullies are dead, his boss is dead. Right. Um. And Dennis and Lee are like, Okay. Yeah, well, Dennis and Lee, they have a conversation about,
0: um, at Dennis's house. Like, Lee goes to his yes. house to talk to him, and you see her leave just as Arnie is pulling in Christine, because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna have, Dennis always does Thanksgiving stuff with Arnie and his family, um, because they're close. Mm-hmm. They're best friends. Just completely straight best guy friends spending a family holiday together, even though Dennis has a family. He has a sister. They play Risk.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Lee leaves, Dennis gets picked up, and this Mm -hmm. scene sort of mirrors the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. but your roles have completely swapped. Yes. Arnie is driving. Taking picking
1: Dennis up. And
0: they're, you know, in the beginning, it starts with Dennis talking about, hey, let's get you laid, man. Let's Mm -hmm. find you a girl this year. Well, now we've come full circle, and Arnie, he's with his girl. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And he's trying to convince, you know, Dennis that they have to be on the same team. Uh, it's these two and Christine against the world. And you're either with me or you're a shitter like everybody else. You better stay the fuck out of my way. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a a part of Arnie that wants to share this with Dennis, his best friend. There's a part of him that like, no, you don't understand. Christine is going to take care of us. And it's going to take care of you and me because we're best friends. You know, so I can speed up and she'll handle it for us. Um, But also don't talk about my car. You can't talk negatively about my car. Um, he sort of tries to talk about how Lee is worried about Arnie. He doesn't care, right? Doesn't like, like she's a non-entity. It. Like, and she was never important to him. Is really the end of it. Correct. Um, she was again. She was the thing, uh, which I don't like. I don't actually. I don't like that they used her character that way. Um, I think that's just. I think I've said it a couple times. The other thing I like about this is how reverse their like just their characters are. Like Dennis is now the one who is injured and reduced and like smaller because of his injury. Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer, like, the virile one of the pair of them anymore. Mm-hmm. It's definitely um, Arnie, who's now sort of macho. He's like, yeah, I got a car and I got beer. And a and, girl. And, and, and a girl. <laughs> and a I girl got, right, I've got all these things. Well, I've got a car and a girl. And yes, they're the same thing. Um, <laughs> and he gives this really great, I, I love a monologue. He gives this great monologue about love being this thing that consumes people. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you both believe in each other, it's this beautiful and uplifting thing uh, where you can conquer the world and no one can stop you. I love an evil, an evil monologue. And Mm -hmm. it freaks Dennis out. He's like, it's the weirdest sort of reaction, I think, because it's not like just fear. It's like near tears fear. Yeah. You know, he is about to fucking cry in this car. Yeah. Because he's realized his friends like fucking gone gone man just gone and yet he's still gonna try and reach him later yeah like he's gonna want to try and save him but yeah it's i like that they sort of brought the whole thing back but this is also where your perspective changes again Mm -hmm. because arnie's perspective is no longer different from christine's perspective you've completely lost him as a character he is absorbed by her Mm -hmm. he's an extension of her um and you've now shifted back to dennis's perspective Mm -hmm. because now we have to figure out how we're going to deal with the problem Yeah. How do we, how do we save Arnie, new slash, you fucking can't. Mm -hmm. Um, which to me, I, was I the only one who wanted, sort of wanted to see him saved? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of was a little disappointed that you couldn't save him in the end of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised and I kind of like how they ended it, which we'll get to in like a couple minutes, but I was, I was hoping, I was hoping that they could save him for sure. Right.
0: Um, I also sort of got this idea that if Dennis would have gone along with things, that might have almost been an easier, but I know you can hear the cat in the ceiling. Um, it's because he didn't eat dinner and he's hungry. But um, but if uh, Dennis would have just been like, "No, you're right. Christine is a beautiful car." That'd have been it. Like the two, Christine would have lit up her little lights, and this would have been the next new boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe maybe that's the that's the thing. You could just cycle through this sort of cycle of giving uh, giving support, giving love, giving the energy to Christine, and it can all just keep cycling back. She keeps propping everybody up. I get that she's sort of an energy vampire, sucking the life out of everybody, but I just want a happy ending. And if that happy ending happens to are you trying to get the candy bag? She is. <laughs> so from there it goes straight into Oh, that was something I wrote down here where like women are a distraction, but the uh male best friend slash male love interest wouldn't have been a threat to her place in his life.
3: Oh you know? yeah. That's
0: the polycule. Like, Arnie has two hands. He can have a Christine <laughs> and a Dennis. <laughs> Dennis has two hands. He can have an Arnie and a Christine. Christine has one steering wheel, but two bucket seats. (laughs) She has room for two boy butts.
2: (laughs) She's a good car.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so now we've moved into the the climax of the sequence. After that, we now are going to figure out how to deal with the problem. I love that Dennis scratches Darnell's. Yes, into her into hood. It. Oh, I know. It's like, oh, I know how you're going to get there. Like, oh, yeah, that's definitely going to work. Mm-hmm. And then he goes about trying to set up how he's going to crush Christine with a tractor? Yeah. That's your
1: play? I'm fucking
0: like... You just noticed that she could be blown up, lit on fire, and fix herself. And your response is, a tractor? Is that Drop her in on? the ocean! <laughs> Mail her to Taiwan! I feel she like can't buy a plane ticket. In
2: the ocean, she would find a way to drive out and come back and someone else would just own her.
0: Well, and that's sort of, I think it's kind of implied that the relationship has to be cyclical. Because she was a rusted out heat for a while because LeBay died. Right. And nobody was there to give her the energy she needed to rebuild herself until Arnie, who was susceptible, gave her what she needed. So if you took her and dropped her in the ocean and separated her from whoever was giving her the energy, would she just turn back into a rusted out
2: heap? Probably. And that person would probably eventually, you know, go insane, kill themselves and it would be all over. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I was going to say, hopefully, uh,
0: see the light. Um, the poison would leave their body. So the car shows up, Mm -hmm. they do the song and dance, but this time Arnie's in the car and you can see him in the car and he looks like a crazy goth child. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Lee is there, but she and I don't understand why she's become the focus of the rage and not Dennis. Like the car is trying to run her over. She's non entity,
2: right? Dennis Christina's is a jealous of the ladies. I guess so. Yeah,
0: she would have kept Dennis. She hits the thing. Arnie flies out. Her freaking speedometer goes to zero. So she's effectively sucked all the life out of him, and he dies. And this is going to come back to that moment where I said that he like treated it like it was always a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dies with his hands on her V. On the front. And I was like, bro,
2: (laughs) what are you doing?
0: And of course he dies. Because of course he has to. That's the only way this ends. Um, Mm -hmm. But Christine Christine has... She's ready and rolling. She's revitalized. Her speedometer's at zero. Um, John Carpenter calls the scene between Christine and the tractor the sodomy scene. Oh. Where the tractor has mounted her Mm -hmm. and is effectively brutalizing her. And I just can't deal with all the ways in which sex is applied to this car. (laughs) They squish her down. They smash her with a thing. They put her in a compactor. They cube her. The next shot you see is Dennis Lee and the inspector. And And this is the other part that makes me think the inspector knows about Christine. Yes. Because he is not shocked by what they've done. He's not shocked by the fact that Arnie ended up dead. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, It's over. I forget what Lee's like parting quip is. She says yeah. something really snotty about yeah. it, um, and then it cuts. Oh, and then you have like the classic mu- mu- music. The guy walks by with a boombox. Everybody oh, breathes yeah. a sigh because it's not really Christine making music. They exit, but we close on Christine giving a little wiggle of one s- of her
1: little pieces of one
0: of her little pieces inside the cube. Um, so like our vampire motorcycle, she's not necessarily completely gone.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And that's that's Christine. I have a theory. Oh, please tell me the theory.
2: So remember I were talking about deleted scenes where Dennis kisses Lee. Mm-hmm. Or they kiss, sorry. Meadow neutral, obviously. Sounds like it was mutual. Right. Um, was that inside Christine?
0: No, it's okay. inside there so there's a deleted scene where they meet to come up with a plan for what they're gonna okay. do at Darnell's and they're in his car, his blue muscle car. Oh,
2: okay, I was gonna say, if it was in Christine, then maybe that was her vendetta against Lee, because we were oh. trying to, you know what I mean? But. Well, and it's
0: sort of, like, those two start to fall in love, but again, Arnie catches them at this, like, I don't know, I always want to say, like, a five and dime, but that's not quite not <laughs> kind of what it is. Overall, um, I
2: thought it was a good movie, good music, and a lot of nice cars.
0: It did have a lot of nice cars. Like, Christina was not the only beauty, because no. Dennis's car is no slouch.
2: Right.
0: Um. I, how did I feel about it? I, I liked it. I think I'm going to add it to... A list of, you know, favorite movies. I just like everything John Carpenter does. I feel like he does really good storytelling. Even though I have a lot of issues with which pieces got cut out. um, I like that I had access to them, you know. And I feel that way about a lot of horror movies because they're trying to fit into that 90-minute window. Mm -hmm. Um, They cut a lot of what they have to. And so you keep your horror elements, but you remove your character development elements. Because most people are not necessarily going to a horror movie for the deep philosophical character yeah. development that I want out of every one of the characters. Yes. I need to see your arc. I want to know your backstory. I want to know what your mom's name was. <laughs> I want you to be a fully realized character so that I can live vicariously through you in this moment uh, of horror. That's what I want. And so when they don't give me that, I get a little shifty. All right, guys. So we have finished Christine We finished. I bought a vampire motorcycle who, win- who wins in a fight. I feel like everybody's going to say Christine, um, but I'm definitely on the side of the Vampire Motorcycle. I just think he's... I was
2: definitely going to vote Christine.
0: Same. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely Vampire Motorcycle. I just feel like he's a little bit more vicious. Like, she's bigger, but...
1: Yeah. I mean, if... Yeah. He's if got spikes. He does. He's... That's the thing,
0: is that... I like that we've started calling the Vampire Motorcycle he. Yeah. In, in, in exchange of... Christine is the she. I think yeah.
2: maybe they're just a perfect power couple that are just... You know. <gasps> oh my god,
0: but wait, wait. What if that's the better story? So Arnie and Dennis ride off into the sunset together, but they find a vampire motorcycle. And so now Dennis gets to ride the bike. Sometimes Arnie gets to ride on the back. But, like, they all have to go to the drive-in movie. They have to park the bike next to the car so that they can all watch the drive-in movie
1: together. Instead of fighting, they get in the cage and they're like, nah. And then they just ride off into the sunset together. Little perfect evil automobiles. Little vampire
2: and Christine.
0: Oh, I love that better than than a fight. (laughs) You know. I do. I don't know. I do. (laughs) Yeah, never mind. This is no longer a Royal Rumble. This is a romance.
1: So, two Christine rah, rah, rah. and
2: one Vampire Motorcycle.
1: Um, More like one, they just ride off into the sunset together. All her. right. Yeah, I liked Becky's
0: solution to the problem is make love not work. <laughs> 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 uh, who's the hippie in the crowd? <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, so that's all we've got for the podcast,
2: but we do have some. We have some uh, birthdays. Oh, my God. So, um, November 14th, 1995. Castle Freak was released. Happy birthday, Castle Freak. I'm so excited about and that. And then the late Ted Sorrell, who is Dr. Pretorius from Beyond, um, which uh, his birthday was also November 14th. I don't remember the year, sorry, but I know that he is past, so RIP, but that leads to a perfect segue for our next episode, where we will discuss From Beyond and Society.
0: We're just here for Brian Yuzna. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I uh, I think that's gonna be a really good one. Hopefully it won't run quite as long as this oh one. My gosh. No, I don't and think it, it will. So
1: much editing.
0: We hope to see you guys all next time. I hope that this uh wasn't too long for you guys. If you guys have any other parts that you would like to talk to us about, we're always available on Instagram and TikTok. And mm-hmm. are we Oh and uh, Tumblr. You can do Psychotronic Underground on Tumblr and send me messages and we can have a discussion about Christine if you want to, or I bought a vampire motorcycle. Cut it! We're done! Okay. Good night, everybody. Okay, bye!